Hello, everybody. It's the day after Christmas, and it was all quiet through the fucking hour. You know, I'm not even dealing with this shit. It's the last podcast of the year. Holy Jesus, time flew. Seti can't be with us today because I think he's busy, and Dom, I couldn't get a hold of him either. So I guess well, we got to step up to the bat, the one and only Mr. Cantrell. Yep, I'm your third choice. <laughs> it's all right. I've also been the third wheel a few times, so, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Third wheels unite. Hey, can't have a tricycle without the big wheel in the front, dog. This is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Then I was going to bring up another euphemism, but I can't think of one that's good off the top <laughs> of my head, so we're just going to scoot on past that. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be a weird one, folks. This is our, like, this, like our wrap up cast. Like, uh, this is your Spotify wrapped. We're all the shit that we talked about. Yep. <laughs> well, we've been going since April. Really? Not, no. Not bad. August. The other yeah. A. <laughs> I'm fucking dumb. So, yeah, no, it's, it's been, a, it's been a journey. A lot of things have been learned. Cantrell came along for the ride. It yeah. was a thing. Yeah. So what's going on? Uh, how was, how's your year been, bro? What's how would you describe this year so far? You glad it's over? You you kind of regretful some things? You you can't wait for it to be like what's feels like a loaded question. Are you seeking an apology from me? Did I do something to you? No, I'm just asking <laughs> like you know what's because I know for a fact that this was a pretty decent year for me. So I can't complain. It hasn't been the worst year. I mean, we started something new. I've been busy. Like, I'm in a weird state where I'm busy, but I'm like treading water. Like, I'm not done with everything yet, but I'm also like not towards the end. So I'm just chilling, dog. I'm floating down the rape. Fuck, god damn it. Cut this out. <laughs> You're floating down the rapist. Yeah. <laughs> the rapey river. Sorry, I just thought about that. I'm like, I bet you there's somewhere called a rapey river or the rape river. Well, yeah, somewhere in the deep south for sure. I was going to say New York or that. I guess I was thinking just, more Deliverance, which is a movie that probably only me and a handful of listeners probably have watched. But, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah, it's been a decent. I can't complain. Tomorrow's going to suck ass. Why is that? We get the polar plunge, dog. It's going to be negative six degrees. Ooh. At, yeah. At 9 a.m. too. Have fun with that. It's coming towards you, I think. Oh, yeah, we know. But I'm used to it. This is Connecticut, bro. Like it's It always sucks here. Yeah. God, I'm such an old guy. Ask me how I'm doing. I'm like, well, the weather. <laughs> Age comes for us all, brother. Yeah. But no, I can't complain. What about you? Uh, This was a good... This was, all things considered, a lot of learning was done this year. A lot of uh, just trying to figure shit out, you know, and and grow. I I think I grew a lot. Uh, I I made it count. an inch, dog. You did get taller. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Spiritually. Yeah, that big smile, though, when I said you got taller. <laughs> You're feeling good, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So you're getting called handsome by an old lady. You're like, thanks. 
I did get yeah. taller. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, you know, a little pep my stuff, stand up straighter, add an inch, I guess. I don't know. What is it? Yeah, no, that's, it was it was a good year. I can't wait for next year. Uh, I've, you know, little little minor setbacks here and there, you know, stomach issues, you know, little minor injuries here and there. But for the most part, like, eh. Getting older, getting some battle scars, getting some uh, experience, getting just, you know, just making me realize, like, all right, there ain't much time left. Not like, you know, I've got something terminal, but more like, you know, time on this earth is finite. So fucking just do what you got to do and have fun with it and appreciate shit more. So I'm trying to get all that in there. And uh, yeah, so I'm happy. Mabel and I are good. I think, you know, last year was a little bit of, uh, you know, just breaking her in and trying to get her to, you know, I I tried being too harsh with her and then it turned out that I can't be doing that shit. And like I've mentioned in podcasts previously. And so, yeah, (laughs) but what's it called? I, um, I learned I got to be nicer. So I've learned I got to be nicer to everybody and Mabel and myself, especially. And, and me. Yeah. Sometimes when it, when it, when it counts, sometimes you deserve it though. The, the assholeness. I'll fucking leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we've been assholes to each other for a long. It's like, it'll be weird when we stop being assholes to each other. That's how I say it. Well, I can't tell you anything without you being like all defensive thinking I'm being a dick. That's one thing I learned this year when I was trying to, when you started the podcast, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I like this, this and that, and I don't like that. And then you just get all defensive. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to help you out here. <laughs> I'm not right. being a dick genuinely, which I, Hindsight, I do understand why you'd be defensive. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just used to being held down and fucking just obliterated by you guys. Like you and Monty, just firing insults left and right. So I'm used to that sort of shit. Yeah, now he's firing into kids. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. There we go. Yeah, he's a scoutmaster. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's got his black belt. Yeah, for everyone who's been uh, listening into the... No, wait. Yeah, that episode will come out before... All right, so everything will make sense. Read the bio, by the way, people. Or the description, I'm sorry. Nobody fucking reads them. And we put so much work, and now we've turned on you. Now we're putting in even less work. But it's kind of funny, too. Yeah, I completely just stopped caring. I did, too. It's the worst part of it. It's like, because you have to put a description in there. And I'm like, I don't want to. Like, it doesn't matter. I took, it, I took it seriously where I'd be like, oh, we get into this, this, and that. And now I'm just like, fuck you. Fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on the Friday one. I was, was like, how did I trick myself into editing two episodes a week now? <laughs> That's all good. Hey. It's not that hard. I don't even edit it. I just slap music in the front and the back and send her home. There you go. Yeah. It's become, I mean, I like it. It's a fun process. It's a, it's a, it is fun when you know what you're doing. Yeah. Just being able to like schedule time for me to actually talk to somebody for a few hours of the day. You know, I feel like that's what 
if anything, this is what helped me. Like, I don't care if anybody is listening to this besides my our boys in Brussels. <laughs> like, you know, thank you, thank you for them. But uh, and our FBI agents in Ashburn. But uh, what's it called? Like, no, it's it's great. It's it's what's it called? Like, I, I bond with my, my friends in person on Tuesdays, and we do some shenanigans. And then I got, you know, we, now we're picking up hanging out more just by watching anime and shooting the shit. And then Seti and I get to hang out and talk. And, you know, it's just, it's a great time because we used to have these days online. You know what I mean? Like, they used yeah. to be just where we would all meet each, see each other and bullshit and just whatever. Now we get to kind of pick up where we left off, but in a different genre or a different medium, which I think is. Yeah, I mean, we, we used to talk every day. And then obviously everyone gets older, work, school, bullshit. So then it, we we go from like talking every day to maybe before we start the pot like actually doing the podcast together, maybe a couple of weeks. You call me uh, on the verge of driving your car out the road, <laughs> <laughs> or I'd be driving home recklessly drunk, mm-hmm. just like oh now's where the game begins, mm-hmm. like a fucking idiot. And it'd be a gamble too because then you'd be like. All right, well, that's it. I'm like, are you home yet? No. And then I'd just be like, <laughs> I wonder if you made it home. I just go back to bed. <laughs> like, I'll find out tomorrow if I see on the news Connecticut man drives through mall. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a purpose, I feel like. So like, I'm sticking around trying to promote some positivity or something you know just give back to all the shit that i fucking stirred up in my life so yeah i enjoy it i'm glad it gives me a reason to like schedule shit like i look forward to the shit we record yeah and not to mention like i I get exposure to a lot of different new shows and just things that i don't you know since at least with SETI's format, when we you know talk about shit, like I'll hear stuff that I don't normally hear about, or we'll talk about games that we don't normally talk about, or just or same thing with you when we talk just about random historical shit. We get to just really have that. It's like I said, it's just we get to have the bro moments that we used to have all the time, but now we just get to have them in scheduled slots, and it's like it's it's helping that little part of my brain where it's like, okay, mm. you needed this type deal. Yeah, I mean, especially when we talk about history shit, like, that's what we talk about on the phone. Yeah. Be like, yeah, George Washington's kind of a douchebag, dude. <laughs> like, Christmas Day, really? You go kill some fucking mercenaries, dude? Like, what the fuck? Yep, Hessians. Yeah. Drunk, hungover Hessians, Christmas Day. And then you got a painting, the most badass painting of you painted because of it. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, only America would be like, yeah, we kill them in their fucking sleep. What are you going to do about it? On Christmas, on Jesus' birthday, we said, fuck it. We're winning this war, boys. Right? Historically speaking, too, like uh, today I I wanted to bring up on the podcast a little bit. uh, We're recording. Today's the 21st. So this will be, I mean, no, we're going to record other episodes before the year ends, but the way this is, this is going to air. This is going to be the last GVS episode of the year. And mm-hmm. it's funny that it's the 21st that we're recording. Cause I remember this was an apocalyptic day. 
back in 2012. Everyone was, was thinking that this was going to be end of the world. And then why I lived through I lived through Y2K, which was another one in 2000 where everyone thought that shit was going to happen because all the computers and shit. So I was a baby. I was like four years old. Yeah. So this one, like I didn't count that one. I was like, yeah, whatever. I didn't quite. But this is the but that one. I was like, man, I wish it all ended. Like I wish it was. I wish I was actually looking forward yeah. to it then. But I'm like, hey, we're still here. Fuck it. You want to know a uh, funny oh, thing? About- ten years ago. This is the ten year anniversary. Of Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, it is. You want to know something funny about Sam? What? When that was going on, we had biology together. Yeah. Which is why I don't know any fucking science shit, because I had it with him. I was goofing <laughs> off. But we we had made a plan, like a evac plan. And I, I won't say what he was talking about, but let's just say, have you seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Not, no. I mean, I've uh, seen episodes here and there. I, I haven't watched it religiously. Do you know about the implications? No. So they want to get a they get they do in the show they get a houseboat, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna get some girls and then take them out on, I don't know the lake or I don't know where it's at, but and then they'll be in the middle of the water." He's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "You know, the implications that something could go wrong, kind of like." You know, that's the whole point of the show is that he's creep. He's a creep, and he's like, "I feel like this is a Dennis plan." Was this a Dennis plan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with him and D, because D brings it up too about bringing people out there. You know, the implications. You're out in the middle of the water. You know, are you really gonna? Resi- I don't. You get what I'm saying. You're making this cringe face, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, good job, Monty. Yeah, he made some. Some comment about that, about a particular girl. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Because I want to, I'm going to tell him to listen to this. And I hope he's squirming around right now. Like, Ooh, don't, <laughs> don't see it. He's, in, he's just in the truck. Like, kind of like am I going to drive this off the road today? <laughs> Put him in my shoes. But yeah, that was, that was our 2012 plans. So I remember sitting there being like, Okay, I guess. I mean, if there's no law in order, dun dun. Yeah, what was that? I was in college. Yeah, we didn't even know each other yet. Yeah, this this is the before GTA came out because that was 2013. Mm-hmm. So I was in college, just living life. I think I was a sophomore, so it was the first semester of sophomore year. Yeah, because we. I met Sam that January of 2012. Yeah, because we're four years apart, right? So. When did you graduate? 2010. Oh, we graduated 2015. Okay, so what was Well, summer of 2015. 2015, so because you were a sophomore, so I was, I think I was a sophomore. Because... No. Were you a junior when it? we met? I could have. Hold on. So 2010, get out of high school that summer. And then 2010 is my first semester of college. Then 2011, I was a sophomore. 23rd or 20. Yeah. Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> 2010, 2011, 2012, sophomore. No, junior. Right? 
Jesus yeah. Christ. Technically, yeah. technically, yeah, junior. Yeah. Ju- go. Going into junior year. Correct. God, you got two idiots talking about fucking <laughs> dumb shit here. Yeah, that's the reason why we're doing this now. Not multi-million dollar executives. We're just... <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so yeah. Oh, let's uh fuck it. Let's roll a dice. Let's we got a lull in the action. See, usually we're not used to the structure thing on our shows. Usually we're I just know. fucking around. Just rambling men. Number ten. This was a bad one for you, brother. Favorite yeah. curse word. <laughs> Whoo. Damn. Is it one I can I can actually say? It depends on what you're going to say. <laughs> I don't censor shit, so. Hmm. Favorite curse word. I mean, it's not. What do you define as a curse word? Is retarded technically a curse word now? Because I use that word on a daily basis. Probably. Now it would be. I think, I think what? Man is also a curse word now. Woman's also a curse word now, probably. <laughs> There's a lot of. I will say one that I've always enjoyed would be cunt. Over, yeah, over here it's strong, but then like you, it also sounds cool when British people say it. Oh, you cunt! Or no, that's more Australian. Jesus. Well, that either, also either or, cool. right? Yeah. Billy Butcher, dog. True, very true. Faggot's a good one too. Faggot's like fighting words. Well, it used to be. Now it's a self description, I guess. In a way. Like queer. Like they took it back. But you don't hear it that much. I have some friends in high school who use it. Dylan. Dylan, I'm talking about you, dude. You homophobe. Uh, Andy's a racist, bro. Dylan's a racist. We're just doing that. We're just using this time to shit on all of our friends like we usually do. Yeah. Why not? What are you looking up? No, I'm deleting the number uh, 10 off the list since we just burned it. Uh, you got to look up your favorite curse word. <laughs> no. no. I, I, it's no surprise. I think everyone who's ever listened to me for more than five seconds knows what my favorite curse word is. It's fuck. Because I say it, it's just so... I don't even realize I'm saying it anymore. Like, I'll re-listen to the podcast because I'm editing it, and I'm just like, oh my god, I cuss so much. <laughs> and I just, I've... I forget. I apologize if everybody people if people are my delicate ears, but yeah, it's it happens. I get in trouble at work all the time because of it. Yeah. I'm bad yeah. with that too. Drop something, you're like, fuck. I used to do that at work in front of people. I'm like, oh yeah. Good thing, you know, I worked at a dealership. So they're all shitty human beings. Mm-hmm. Like I used to get sexually harassed by my boss, who was Brian. Shout out BK Brian. BK <laughs> Brian. Shout out BK Brian. Oh shit. What was it? There was a um Oh God. I, I before working for the state, I had just, you know, small small jobs here and there where I was, you know, zero professionalism in these types of jobs. Uh well, I mean, I guess you could talk about uh, I, I had an like a summer internship where I worked for the state, and then I also had a uh a time when I was in college working at the one of the college offices, but 
those are just small periods of my life. But for the most part, like working at like the restaurant was like eight years of my like the biggest, the longest job I fucking held down was working at the restaurant, and we cussed like sons of bitch. Like yeah, you know, like it was the fuck was coming out of my mouth every other. And and uh, my favorite memory though would be the owner's father, this uh, um, like real off the boat Italian guy. And he would drop the hardest f bombs, and it just made me. It just made my day every time I heard him curse. Every time he was like this fucking thing, and it just like it would shake the ground, reverberate. It has some potency to that fuck. And I was like, hell yeah! You gotta love immigrant curse, like when they curse. Indian guys too. I fucking love the sound of Indian guys. Be like, fuck, fuck me, fuck you, and like. Oh. <laughs> Like being bilingual and telling people to go fuck themselves is a blessing. Truly. I love it. Yeah. So that's just that. Giving me a disapproving look. Well, I mean, like, I just haven't, I guess, what was it? I've, I've had Indian buddies growing up um, and like in school and stuff. And just, I don't know. It's just, they never really dropped any hard F bombs that I could really, you know, that reverberated my soul. Like, that old man did so yeah all right well shit on my shit okay that's great fuck there you go fuck there it is (laughs) this fucking thing well yeah so there's that one uh let's see want to talk about a game because since this is the gvs podcast we could give the people what they came for well you go first, dog, because I'm looking. Oh, I, you know, I did play the new Pokemon game, uh, Pokemon Violet. It okay. is, it's the best and worst Pokemon game I've ever played. What's it for? Or it's on Switch? Yeah. So it's now open world. Um, I still don't like. You remember old Pokemon games? It kind of Dar- always was open world, though. No, I mean like you're no longer like guided to each gym. You know, like Snorlax would be blocking the road. Okay. You, you can go wherever. But I think it's still – I haven't really fucked with the gym. It's just been catching it's the, it's the Elden Ring of Pokemon, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know why they can't just do a good rival. Like Gary was such a douchebag. Well, I always named him Gary after fucking the TV show, obviously. But you can name him whatever you want. Yeah, I knew some friends that always named like fuckface or this or that. Like, yeah. <laughs> but he's always a douche. He oh, fucking the smell you later thing still pisses me off, bro. I'm like, fuck you, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Never lost him, bro. Undefeated. Just saying. Just saying. I mean, I'm not the best. I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. But I'm pretty fucking good. We do curse a lot. Not anything about it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, getting you but to think. The new one is so fucking buggy that I've seen some people's like gameplay and it's unplayable. Like just like falling through the world, Pokemon just spawning out, like popping, and then just characters being so graphically bad. Like there was one where you're in the classroom. And I don't remember what the kids, they all move. It's literally like stop motion. Like if they're clapping, it's like, like it's 
for a first party Nintendo game from Game Freak, you know, Pokemon is a I know it's a kids game, it always has been, but you still have everybody who's growing up with it. I mean, I'm 26 and I still fucking buy the games cuz I love the franchise. But it's so bad like quality-wise, and I hope they fix it. I mean, but, it's I'm sure it's going to get patched. That's how everything is these days. They patch it. I hope so. But it's a, like I like the Arceus one because it's it was something different. And the only thing I didn't like about that one is that you instead of battling the Pokemon to catch them, you just throw balls, and then you can battle them to catch them. But I just prefer the old fashioned way of just running into them, fighting them, and then catching them. That's just my shit. Yeah, so now you can actually like see him walking around. You could like, I don't know. Yeah, I I like when it was just like, hey, you just got randomly accosted by a fucking snort. You know what I mean? Or not like, still likes to do shit. Or like, you know, just this fucking rat tat tat. Yeah, or a pidgey. Or just some shit Mm -hmm. like that. Shit, that where you're just like, I'm tired. I'm seeing this goddamn fucking weedle. (laughs) Like I fucking hate this thing. Then you always get that one random fucking good Pokemon. Now it's in my head that every time I cuss, I'm like, oh, there's one. I don't think, like I said, I don't think about it anymore. It's, it's, it's. Well, now I do. Deep seated. It's deep in my brain to just say, fuck, whatever the hell I want to. Yeah. But yeah, that was disappointing. I'm trying to think anything else I've played. Persona 5 Royale. Uh, That game, I, it's on PS4. I'd get it, man. I don't know if you. It has a little bit of the Final Fantasy real time shit, so. But it's uh, what do you call it? Where you like pick an attack, turn based. Uh, the story's pretty good. Uh, I know I'm like really far behind, but it just came out on Xbox, and I got it. And well, I played on Game Pass first, and then I bought the fucking, the Game of the Year edition, like with a steel book. And all this other bullshit. But it's really good. Like I would say storytelling wise. And they, you know, it's next gen upgrade shit. Really good. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I would like if you're into Japanese shit and especially turn based stuff. It's all based on real time. So you only have like two weeks to do this mission. And if you don't, then you fail and the game's over. Oh, I like so, that. I do too. I like having responsibility in games. Yeah, what was it? Kingdom Come Deliverance did that. Uh, yeah. What was it? I guess I'll talk about that game for a little bit. Uh, that'll be my game of the week. One of the things. I, yeah, and you know, yeah. Fuck it. That's what I'll stick. I'll fucking say that right now. I probably talked about it before a little bit. Or I could have brought it up in a previous one, but I, I like that's a game you have to learn how to read. You start off not knowing jack shit about fuck. And you just mm-hmm. you get, you're a blacksmith's son, and in this little village, and then you have to get and you get set on this grand adventure where you, and it's historically it's historical fiction for the most part. There are characters that you meet that are actually from history that hatched in Bohemia at the mm-hmm. time, and I like that part too. My my history boner gets aroused. Um, Modern day Czech Republic, by the way. Yes, for for those of you. Um, what's it called? I got one of my 
one of my swords is from the Czech Republic. Uh, let's see. There's a system where I learned that like the sword fighting in it is a lot more realistic than I thought it was going to be because of like how technical it is. But like, holy shit, like it's actually fucking true to form. And the quest system too was like, okay, like you could go to the objective like the guy told you to, or you could do that thing where you go, you know, you collect objectives, then you just walk around and fuck around, do whatever you want. Then when you go to the objective, like where the fuck have you been? Like we just did, like it, it was, it's like yeah. a, that's really yeah, I did like that too. Sword fighting was tough to get used to when you're used to like spamming shit like Skyrim or something. Right. You gotta, gotta be technical about it. I gotta it. try? What the fuck? Yeah, and you aren't good at <laughs> all. And you're still like if if you're the if you max out your sword stat, like I did, like I maxed out all my weaponry skills. Because of course I wanted to be the best. The best around copyright strike. There we go. Um yeah, no, I wanted to be the best swordsman in the uh, in the game, and that doesn't doesn't work like that, guys. That's that's not that's so like real life where it's like you could be the best whatever the fuck in your you run against fucking five dudes in armor, you're dead. Sorry, doesn't matter how good you are, you're fucking dead. So it was good. All it takes is that one guy to shove his fucking pole up your ass, then you're done. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I would be like, oh, bandits. <laughs> I got this, and the next thing you know, dead. Yeah, this fucking game. <laughs> I was taught to wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're traveling, wear a fucking helmet because oh that, my god, how many times the blood would just come down yeah. the screen? I love that. Pooped in the head. It was such a good game. I never played any of the DLC. I did. But. It was uh, it was it was good. It was interesting. I didn't play the one with Teresa because they actually put one out where you get to play as like the love interest her story but um i played the one with hans where you're like trying to help him get laid and uh the tournament arc is good that's like reoccurring and the one with the bandits or the 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 mercenary company that was a good one you get a good armor set at the end of that one you know it was it's one of my favorite games for sure that yeah it's just it it was so frustrating at first because I had this pent up like I'm playing a video game. I want to be, you know, a video game character. And then it's like, no, you're, this is the most realistic game you could possibly get to. It turns out, like, yeah, no, make sure you eat, make sure you bathe, make sure you, you, know, <laughs> you got to learn how to read. You got to, you can't just be saying dumb shit in a conversation. You could just, it's, it's just really well thought out. The alchemy system, if you want to like make a potion, you got to like follow the steps or you're going to fuck it up. Like and if you sure. don't know how to read, good luck. Exactly that. Like it's, yeah. yeah. I remember I that. About the, it now, wow, it's a really good game. The pestle and mortar shit. I remember getting so far. I had to make something, and I was so fucking frustrated about it. But I kind of like that now, like especially with Elden Ring, where there's moments I was stuck on the boss. It's so funny. I get stuck on the random bosses in Elden Ring, bro. Like I'll I'll go smash. Like I remember you would talk about like, oh, I can't beat this guy. I'm like, dude, I beat him the first time. Fucking lickety split. Like I was like, this guy's a fucking bitch. But then some other random boss, everyone's like, oh yeah, he's not that hard, and I can't beat him. Like one of them took me legit over a month to beat. I wasn't playing it as regular, but I turn it on and you know goof off. Try to level up like once or twice, come back and get my shit kicked in. It wasn't even the actual boss. There's a part where there's a tree sentinel kind of guy. 
He's uh, I think he has dragon plate armor or something. But he's in front of I don't remember his name. It starts with the M. Mar- Marketh the Black. I couldn't kill either one. Because eventually I just ran past the Sentinel. I was like, fuck this guy. Because he shoots down that lightning. Yep. And that shit's just magic and me do not go together. I even, I don't know how many larva tears I got. I think I maxed out all my larva tears. Because I just kept getting them and then respecking. And I tried magic. I hated it. And then I tried all other shit. You know, look up builds online. Couldn't do it. Eventually I killed the motherfucker. And that was the... I was like taking ecstasy, bro. I was like, oh, <laughs> I did it. Fuck you, dude. Then, you know, you teabag his dead, well, his burning body and then get some fresh ass armor. That's really not that good. Right. Well, I, so, okay. So this, this, this is the last, this is like the, the wrap up of the thing. Was Elder Ring your game of this year? Would you say? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't have to, for, you know, let's not hold it towards like it has to be released this year blah 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 like was that your yeah um I I can't think of anything else like I really like Persona 5 I haven't beaten it yet which is goofy because tomorrow all my uh my collector edition shit gets here so I was just gonna wait till I got all my shit but I got really far in it um that game's fucking old as shit even then, like Elden Ring for the experience I got out of it. I mean, I put a hundred and I put 150 hours in Elden Ring, dog. Like, that's I could have fucking learned how to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get the Berserk Sword and run around shirtless fighting monsters, which I do now. Do my second playthrough, I just shred through it. Yeah, everyone says that's the revenge run. Oh, it is. Like the the tree sentinel you run into in the beginning, I literally I, even though they nerfed the mimic, I sent my mimic after him. And he still killed him. <laughs> I'm like level one seventy. Like everything's a little tougher than obviously when you start, right? But if you get an Xbox, you get Elden Ring, dog. I got you, baby. Uh, Papa Brand will take you through the whole game. <laughs> I, so I, I had fun PS4, so. Yeah. But I don't, I can't think of anything else. Like, I like Cyberpunk next gen. I've played The Witcher next gen. It's really pretty. They, It's not as janky. Uh, they fix a lot of stuff. It feels good. Especially the horse riding feels 20 bajillion times better. And you can change your camera. You can do all this other shit. Oh, thank God. Yeah, so if you're riding the horse, you can be up close. If you're fighting, you can be up close or far away. It's up to you. I like the up close shit. It feels weird, you know, compared to the other one. But I haven't played enough of it to be like, this is the game of the year. Like Elden Ring's probably it. I'm looking. But yeah, I love playing Crusader Kings 3. But that's just a top-down fucking history jerk-off game. Well, you know, I just become a king of a place. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Nothing wrong with that. I wiped out all the Scottish people the other day. Just because you could? I was England. I was like, well, this feels historically accurate. Yeah, this this feels right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I may pertain uh, it for whatever it is. Britannia? Yeah. So I had to convert to being a Welshman in order to do it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Arthur. Nice. Uh, What was that? I think I would go the same way for this year. Elden Ring was a game that I found myself, you know, I I would lose myself and then I would look at the time and be like, holy shit, I got to fucking go to, you know what I mean? And then I think I've definitely mentioned it over the course of the podcast where it was one of those things that I needed to go through it. I needed to get the shit kicked out of me over and over again to kind of figure out what I'm doing and more so just in the game world. It kind of helped me in real life as well. So it was, it was definitely a good experience and I, I'm definitely glad that I got to play it this year. So, Also the being able to deal with losing millions of souls and not blowing your brains out. I don't know how many times I've jumped off something, died, was going back to get my runes, I guess. Yeah, and died on my way to get him. Like, God damn it! Like I spiked one of my controllers. Oh, this. And then sometimes I feel like the game fucks with me, where I'll be fighting a boss and he's kind of tough, and then I'll fight him like for the fifth time, and then beat him easy. I'm like, this game fucking with me? Is it? Is it taking pity on me, or did I get good? And then you, like, dude, I beat Radon easy. Like it took me three times because the. Cause I was an idiot and I just got off my horse and charged him and he ate my lunch. I was like, Oh wow. But then I, I figured out how to get him. I didn't have to cheese him either. There you go. But yeah, just, I love that game. I beat every boss. I got, in my opinion, the best ending with the fucking, the hot white chick. There you go. I can't remember her name. But I had bugs. Remember, you kept telling me, like, oh, yeah, she should be there. And what's her name? It's the white chick with four arms. I can't think of her name. Oh, Rani or Rena or yeah. someone like that? Rani sounds right. Yeah. But she wasn't at my uh, church. I had to, like, quit the game and reload it. So I got it, I think, in March, late February, early March. Because I saw you playing it. I'm like, if he's playing it. Then it's probably good. <laughs> I'm glad you hold my opinion of video games in such a high esteem. Especially new ones. Like you're playing something old. I'm like, okay, that's some boomer shit. <laughs> <laughs> and grandpa brought out the the wallet to buy something like this. Yeah, for sure. I am too. I rare like Pokemon. Oh, I can't say that. I buy shit all on the store. Like I bought the Attack on Titan game and Mountain Blade too. But Oh, I, I think I saw Mountain Blade for sale. Yeah. Well, I, for us it is. I don't know about PlayStation, but they're doing like a year in sale. It's like 40 bucks. I'd pr- I probably want to buy it for PC anyways. So, Yeah. Do some Game of Thrones mods. Yeah, I probably want to do that. But, um, yeah, no. It's, uh, I mean, I've, I've uh, got excited when I saw Sniper Elite 5. Bought that thinking I was going to go be able to kill some Japs was not the case heavily disappointed in it but i still played it i think i beat it we played it together for like two hours i saved your ass from that guy yeah 
Yeah, it's a good game. I mean, like, I've always liked Sniper Elite, though. So, I'm a little biased. I mean, I wish... It, I always said that if, uh, if I could go and hang out in, like, Okinawa and just be sniping Japs from cheese, I'd be like, yeah, this would be the last game I've ever played. Just <laughs> the last fucking game. Yeah. But, hey. Whatever. I'm trying to think. There's really... I feel like a whole lot's going to be coming out next year, but not a whole lot coming out this year. At least that I play. Like, I don't have a... I have a PS4, but I'm not going to get God of War for PS4. My PS4 is she old. She, she ain't like what she used to be. Like she ain't gonna be able to run that shit. So, and then Stray, I I don't know if that's a next gen only game. I think it's only PS5. Uh, I don't PS4. see how, but I think I I think no, I think it's PS4 is it? too. Is it? Oh. But never played that. Like I don't. My PlayStation's not even hooked up. It's just my Switch and my Xbox. So. Yeah, you know me. I'm like you said. I'm a, I'm booming it. I'm just playing a bunch of old games. Like, uh, what was it? One of my buddies from work just started getting into Division One again. So I've been hopping on that and helping him out, kind of get lost in the sauce with all that shit. Mm-hmm. Trying to help him out. I remember you guys were playing that, so I bought that game. And then I'm just running around while you guys are all like max level, and I'm just like, help, help me. <laughs> Keep going. Was it one or two? I don't remember. But Probably one. They, I think it was me, you, Seti, somebody else, and Sam. Maybe Dante. Futch. Fat Dutch. Could have, yeah, good old Futch. But that game was rough. Because I remember I was, even Sam was higher level than me. I'm like, what the fuck? If that idiot can be better than me, this game must suck. <laughs> Yeah, it was I accidentally platinum that game. It was just one of those ones that I played a lot of it and I got it was it's it was just so autistic in how like you need to set everything up to make sure and I was able to do it and I'm like, yeah, like I, I was excited that I got autism for that game. Like I was like <laughs> so stoked because it all paid off. I got like one of the I got three probably of the best builds that I could have possibly ever built in a video game. Because, like, you know, it's it's okay if you did it once, but I did it yeah. three times. So I was like, hell yeah. That's, like, my crown achievement. Like, I don't care. Like, you could boast how many times you got New Game Plus, 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 Plus on whatever Elden Ring, whatever the fuck thing. But it's like, no, I mastered the fuck out of an autistic-ass game like the Division 1. So I was like, yeah, I got it. I'm good. I'm happy All right. about it. Why you gotta keep shitting on me, dog? Each time we end a segment, you're like, by the way, what you just said, fuck you. I'm better than you. <laughs> What's going on I here? Am. What's going Deal on with here? <laughs> Rolling. Yeah, let's see. Do, 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 do. Okay. Back to the future. You go back in time. How far and why? Oh. Is it permanent? Am I going back to just witness event or oh let me be autistic spec and be like, what are the parameters for me going back in time? Does it change the future? Am I just witnessing an event? Let's say you, you just you get dropped off there and that's your destination. That's it. That's where you end up. You go back. Damn. 
If I can influence their decisions, that would be wild. There's so much I'd want to see. I'd love to see the English, well, Anglo-Saxons get their shit pushed in by the Normans. That would be cool. Find whichever one of my ancestors is out there being up to no good. That would be sick. Imagine if we look alike. Like, great-grandpa, it's me. He'd be like, Bleh, like whatever fucking Norman. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. He would not, man, but <laughs> They'd probably kill me, but still. I don't know. That's that's wild. I'm trying to think of an event where I'd be like, there's so much I want to see. Maybe the fall of Rome. That'd be cool. What about you? Unfortunately, there's certain periods of time where I can't go back to. This wouldn't be a good thing. Like, I know if I went back to like, oh yeah, let me go to America between 1940 and 1960. And it's not even 1970. It ain't going to be a good thing. For sure. What are you doing here, boy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's true. Like that video you said of like, I think it was you that said it like, uh, oh, back in the 1800s, I would have been a, I would have been a painter. He's like, no, you would have been a slave. Don't yeah, that was- <laughs> That's true. I guess, yeah, you're pretty limited. I could kind of go anywhere in Europe yeah, or America. I'm, I'm very limited cool. in my thing. So I might have to keep it. it. It might just be a thing for selfish reasons. I kind of just like go back and like tell myself to like, you know, enjoy I- things more you know without trying to influence course events that much but just be like yo like hang out with with your dad more or hang out with your grandpa a little bit more like just do more do more shit like that because you're gonna you're gonna wish you did and there's this crazy girl you're gonna be do not engage (laughs) (laughs) right like there's there's you think no not gonna no 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 don't do it hide your house keys yeah, that might have to. Yeah, I, I was laughing because I was thinking of like if you went back to like see Tombstone, right? Right. Like, they would be like, "One of the Chinese workers got away from the railroad. Get him!" Yeah, and I'd be like, "Uh oh, well, Zoink Scoob, I got to get out of here. Take me back." Where'd you learn how to speak English so good, you son bitch? I'd be like, "I'm sorry. Like, uh, it's just I do the whatever." I got to get back 88 miles per hour quick. Right. And then I just get lit the fuck up by a posse and then hung from a tree. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Salem witch trials would also be cool to kind of go back to see. Just be like, but then again, if you just appear out of nowhere wearing like a tie dye shirt with long hair, then be like, they summon the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Something what is that device in your pocket? It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> that would be that would be kind of funny. That changes history. You just see like a modern dude being like, oh, "I just wanted to see what's what's going on, dude." All right. If anything, I would just get like knowing. Like I said, I would probably just go back somewhere where I would be able to tell myself things to be like, "All right, you do that to make sure your life's better," and then I would probably what's it called just live out the rest of my days figuring out like, Oh, okay. I, I know what lottery numbers 
coincide with what days so I could. I honestly thought you were going to be like, uh, Hiroshima, August 7th, 1944. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me be or... right in the middle of the island when yeah. the blast goes off. Just, just so I could. That's the way to go, though. Like, if you, I thought about doing that, I was going to be like, yeah, meet William the Conqueror and be like, when you get to Ireland, put him down. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, ah. Oh. But what a way to go out. Like, if you know it's coming and then you really hate the Japanese and you're just standing in the middle of the city like, woo, fuck yeah. <laughs> just Rick Flair, like, yeah. Rick Flair, this is like, what the fuck's this guy? And then they all look up and it's like, yeah. As the sun starts coming up, you're like, mm-hmm. And Nola gay, baby. <laughs> ah. Break dancing as I'm melting. Then you just get turned to a shadow, bro. Yeah, there were a few times in my life where I definitely should have got beat the fuck up by some Japanese people. But you have your black belt, so. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have worked out. Well, are you, are you saying your martial arts fake? No, I'm saying, like, even if I have a black belt, it wouldn't. It, a whole Japanese wait staff of a fucking hibachi or oh, a sushi really place. Like, I a red lobster. <laughs> just, uh, wouldn't, just wouldn't work out that would be funny though see you overconfidently bully some Japanese people and they just beat your ass <laughs> like, what's up dude and like, I'm not going to do a racist accent but I'd pay to see it yeah I mean it is one of the things that I just laugh about because like it's such a thing where I never got like I like I said I should have definitely numerous times in my life I should be dead because of the stupid shit that I would always be out of my mouth because of just the situations I would just be finding myself always in or just the ignorance that I which did not know that I had and exuded. I'm just picturing you being on the ground with a bunch of like five foot five Japanese guys kicking the shit out of you and be like, "Yep, that's me." You're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> telling you man i should have it should have been a thing i used to fucking walk through downtown new haven this is like a a, a a city in my state that's very prevalent for you know not the the best uh you know living rates but you know there's i was in like a, a decent section but still i'd be walking through downtown at night after you know we'd be getting out of the bars i'd be in a suit by myself walking to my car drunk and no one would touch me and it's like you hear like now nowadays like I wouldn't probably like, I actually nowadays I don't I don't even know if I'd that'd be the same thing I I might be good I don't know I'm just lucky I feel like my whole life I said this to a friend of mine recently I was like I feel like I definitely walk through life with my luck stat like incredibly just maxed out nothing else is maxed out just my luck stat like that's that's about it like, like Konosuba yeah but no no intelligence either I got no intelligence <laughs> he's got the intelligence I don't. Uh, yeah, I just maxed out Luxstat. Because like I said, so many times I should have just got, like, I would go up to the freaking, we, we would get Asian ex- exchange students at my school when I was in high school. And I would just talk the shit out of them. Just be like, hey, like, just, you know what I mean? I would just be stupidly racist and just would not work out. But they why'd didn't you, kill me. Why'd you do a chef's kiss, bro? Why are you, like... 
Because some of it was actually pretty good, I will say. It was a spicy meatball. It was a very spicy meatball. Yeah, they were good. They were good kids. They're some of them deserved it. Some of them were just fucking clueless and aloof and kind of assholes. But some of them were good peoples, and I definitely didn't fuck with them as hard as I fucked with the other ones. How fucking dumb do you have to be? Like, I'm going to America, and you pick Connecticut? Are you fucking retarded? Uh, so Most- that's the thing. I don't know if it was a a pick thing or like a. If it was like a program that they were doing or something along those lines. Well, they got fucked. I mean, I couldn't like, Jesus Christ. I can't. I mean, most Americans can't even spell Connecticut. Like, they don't even know where it's at. They're like, it's like this. They probably know where Ukraine is more than they know where Connecticut is. Only because <laughs> we're sending bajillions of dollars. In. <laughs> and they saw it on CNN once. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's the. Uh, so one country next to, you know, <laughs> the thing. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, dude, that must have sucked. Especially, I don't know, South Korea's pretty whack, though. Like, Japan's nice, but South Korea, that's no bueno. It was just we- a thing where my, I, I kind of felt the, the resentment, I guess, of being tossed out by my people. Kind of just like I let it bleed into those kids, but they were Japanese. Apparently, they, I guess they weren't very nice to people surrounding them, bro. Turns out, Japanese not good neighbors. No, not at all. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that. That's my our stupid role. What do we got now? Story stuff. Story. All right. Story. 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 Go ahead, dog. Oh, okay. Uh, this uh, this came up <laughs> on my feed, uh, talking about that everyone's probably going to be hearing it by the time it comes up. But that Fortnite, bro, Fortnite getting the long dick of the law, finally getting over like half half a billion dollar suit. That's ridiculous. And the whole reason they got sued was because the loot boxes. Well, it's more so like loot boxes. They made it to where like very predatory practices on like making it to where it's like they wouldn't even ask you like, are you sure you have, do you have the consent of this? It's just like, you know, just as soon as like you hover the thing over it, they would just siphon the money or whatever the fuck like that. Like just made it so easy for kids to just accidentally fuck over their parents. And they were just like, good. Make it to where like okay yeah no we're gonna make it to where like you all this cool stuff you gotta you want it you're just gonna make you better blah, blah, blah. it doesn't whatever the fuck like it's very super shitty marketing and greed. yeah but at the same time it's kind of on the fucking parents right <sighs> yeah definitely for sure right. it's it's the, I mean I'm not putting the blame solely on. Epic Games, but the fact that they're being predatory for the sake of like, oh, like we're gonna make it to work because we know that they're not gonna pay attention, and then you know what I mean? It's just it's 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 scummy either way. Scummy because it's like, yeah. bro, be a better parent, fucking like focus on your shit. But then it's also like, okay, we'll also be a better parent when the society that fucking that we live in makes it to where you have to work the majority of your fucking life just so you know of your work day just so you can provide for that fucking kid. You know, this isn't like the fifties where it's like, oh, we could have this, you know, great time where we could, you know, I, I could work at McDonald's part time and afford a fucking house, 
and you know my wife doesn't have to work i can afford a car go on family vacations uh have multiple children and a dog and everything's fine i was like no like if you work your bust your fucking ass off these days it's you your wife you provide for the kid you live in either your parents house still or you got a shitty ass fucking uh apartment somewhere and you're and or you you busted enough or you got enough money saved up because you, you either started from a really young age or your parents helped you out or something like that where you got your own house but then still that's a fucking shackle that you have to pay a mortgage at to where you're stuck there for 10 plus years where i i digress but yeah it's shitty for the parents to where it's like okay you could have a little bit more uh of, a, of an eye on what your kids do when it comes to their video game practices, but also it's like, yeah, you're trying not to kill yourself because you're doing that enough to try to provide for them. And two, on top of that, it's like, yeah, no, these people that make billions of dollars that don't give a fuck about any of that shit. It's like, yeah, no, we're going to learn how to, we're going to try to figure out how to make more. It's like, that's where I'm kind of, well, fucked up about. I will say, seeing as they got sued, it sounds like more of a middle-class white bitchy mom kind of energy coming from this lawsuit. Like all lawsuits. <laughs> but also, I think PlayStation, you can have it set up to where they can't buy anything without a password, even on games. That's why I'm like, I understand it's shitty. Like, I hate EA because that's all they do. Like, Madden Ultimate Team, come play this, come do that. But at the same time, it's like, well, they. I hate being that guy, but it's like, come on, man. Like there are, I believe, safeguards so your kid doesn't spend a thousand dollars on Fortnite bucks so they, they can look like Goku and fucking ride around on the Nimbus cloud. But I don't know. I mean, it's different from when I was younger because we didn't really have that much like pay like when I was in yeah, high that school. That wasn't a thing. That wasn't a thing yeah. when we were kids. So it's hard for me to be like either way. I can definitely see the argument of like, well, it's the parents' fault. But also like if you're going to fucking half a billion dollars, that's a lot. To like, them? But to, but to the company itself? Yeah, probably not that much, I guess. I don't know. I yeah, don't know what's... Like if uh, I'm patting your pockets for half a billion, yeah, that's a lot for you. But to that company... That probably makes that a day. I just I wonder. Probably not. I wonder how this is going to change their business structure because Fortnite's free. Um, so I wonder if they're going to be like, I don't know, where was this at? Was it a federal lawsuit or was it like through a certain state? I believe it was federal. So I wonder if they can give that shit overturned. Like if they have some, you know, Twitter, when you sign up for it, it has all those terms and conditions that you don't read that probably says like, we can suspend you for whatever reason we choose, blah, 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 you know. According to the official U.S. Federal Trade Commission website, only those that meet very particular requirements will be eligible for a refund. 
Parents whose children made an unauthorized credit card purchase in the Epic Game Store between January 2017 and November 2018. Fortnite players who were charged in-game currency, V-Bucks, for unwanted in-game items such as cosmetics, llamas, or battle passes between January 2017 and September 2022. And Fortnite players whose accounts were locked between January 2017 and September 22 after disputing unauthorized charges with their credit card companies. Hmm. So that sounds like to me that they were putting it to where it's like, okay, you get charged in-game stuff for unwanted stuff. So it's like, I don't even want this, but they're still like, yeah, no, you bought it. <laughs> Fuck you. And then on top of that it was, okay, well, let me dispute it. Oh, well, now your account's banned and locked. Fuck off. I kind of, oh, I mean, depends on what, I don't know. If, I haven't played Fortnite since like season two. So I don't know if there's like, what the fuck you can use all this shit for? But if it's just cosmetic stuff, why don't you just take it away? And then ban them from ever buying shit again? That solves a problem, right? If they dispute, I'm saying like if they dispute it, depending on what they bought, let's say they bought the... Right, but they didn't do that. Yeah, they should. Yeah, They probably should have done some of those lines, but they didn't. And that's why they're where they are now. I can see where where people could take advantage of that though, like parents being like, "Oh, my kid bought this," and like, I still think parents are responsible for that. Like, if your kid buys like a bunch of shit off Amazon because you gave him your iPad or something, I don't think you should turn around and be able to tell Amazon, "Oh, well, it wasn't my fault," you know. Maybe I'm just being. Ignorant, but you're being a corporate as fuck. No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> no, um, I, I think it's. I I well, do have to legally disclose I am sponsored by Amazon. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, do, I, mean, I do have a fair. Uh, I do have uh, what's it? Uh, stocks in Amazon in, uh, <laughs> in Epic Games. <laughs> <laughs> and my portfolio kind of took a hit today, but I'm not. I'm not too sure why. And I mean, okay, I. Devil's advocate always. That's how I try to balance things out all the time. So like, and I'm trying to be more nuanced in a take towards like, yeah, fuck the this, fuck that. But like, so from perspective of like, yeah, no, it is a parent's job to make sure that what happens is you know like okay, it's either monitored or can't happen. Or but also too, it's like there's just stuff that it just happens. No matter how hard you try to prevent it, no matter how hard you try to like, oh, okay, that's not gonna happen, or just, or think about it to where it's just you you give something to a kid, and you're like, okay, they want to play this thing, they're they're doing good in school, they got this going on, and then next thing you know, your credit card gets declined because mm. they're spending all this. It's like, okay, like I I trusted them for this. This happened, you know. It's the whole thing. Like, uh, are you? Are we trying to say that we should have an iron grip on the throat of like, okay, I'm going to make sure to monitor every single fucking thing that you do on this fucking device. Or it's like, okay, I trust you. Have fun with this little thing. I have to go cook the food because you can't cook. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying, like, I'm trying to defend That's true. some parents at this side. Where, like I said, like they're so worried about other shit in their life that they can't be solely, like they can't be everywhere at once. 
And not to mention how old are these things were at the time. It's like I I didn't think that my six year old could be able to access my fucking internet. like you know what I mean? That could not it's like, okay, yeah, well now you're now I could either call you a dumb fuck and now you should know better. You should be fucking, you know, like berated nonstop because how the fuck do you think it's like, well, I didn't think my kid would do that. I didn't think that, that was gonna happen. I didn't think that there would be a predatory company that would be making sure that fucking shit happens. Look, you either get your kids to spend money or they get diddled. They're getting predated either way. Yeah, this is true. You know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So I'd rather have them be buying V-Bucks than getting their V-Bucks taken. Don't stare at me like that, dog. <laughs> I thought of that like five minutes ago. I'm, like, I'm going to work this in. <laughs> there you go. No, I mean, I, I agree because it's – I've seen it in like – this is ironic, but I've seen it in like anime in Japan – or like if you're under the age of 18 and you buy something, I think they're allowed to return it. Like a parent can be like, no, like especially if they use like a credit card or something. Like not theirs, but like their own. Like if they buy clearly like a scam or something, they can return it and get their full refund. Like it's a government thing. Right. I don't know. I don't know that much about it. But America, you know, it's Wolf of Sef- Sesame Street out here, dog. Like. They they are getting you from the cradle to the grave and trying to scam you out of everything. That's right. So, I, so do we just classify this as, oh, well, this is another one that you fell for. Sorry. Let's keep patting Epic Games on the back for keep doing yeah. such a great job. Or I just thought uh, this is just a like they're not solving the problem. They're not making loot boxes illegal. Like I, You can say what you want about the EU. At least they're going out there being like, no, this is gambling. And the loop, I don't know a whole lot about once again, Fortnite. So I don't know what the V Bucks or the llamas or shit gets you. If it is like a like what is a CS:GO where you can get like legendary skins or whatever. I don't know. I assume if you're spending all that money, it's something like that. Like the the FIFA stuff where it's like if you want to get all your favorite players, you're going to have to spend like thousands of dollars to, in these little gambling things to get the packages to open. And you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just not a it's a it's weird. I would like to see somebody like the FTC come out and be like, "All right, we're just going to ban this because this is clearly a problem where they're even with limitations, but are you sure?" Cuz a kid can sit there and be like, "Yes." Like that doesn't do anything. Right. Why would that if already the parent isn't reliable or not reliable, responsible for the the outcome of the transaction now, why is a little pop-up window that a kid can just click yes on? Are you 18 years older? I mean, we, we've all been underage kids and clicked yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It does nothing. And I, I don't think that should make the parents then suddenly legally responsible either just because they have a pop-up window. For This is just an example. But they got to solve the issue. Like the fact that EA or the Diablo game on mobile – where there were streamers who were like, I'm just going to put thousands of dollars in here because it's a pay-to-play game, and it takes you so much money just to be able to enjoy the game. So, good old Blizzard, dog. They're trying to pat those stats before Xbox, if Xbox comes in to get them. But- yeah, I, I, I feel like my anger just comes into just how predatory the gaming world has been. Yeah, in recent history versus like because we grew up and it was such a great place to be in where it was all about like what could we do to make it to where it was better for the gamers 
what could we do to make it like in its in its height when we were in the midst of it it was like oh what could we do as a company to make sure that our players are having a good time now it's all about like what could we do to make the most money without giving them anything that they want and it's do you like, remember do you remember gamergate uh our it's something that i didn't really pay attention to but i knew it was a thing well depending on you ask there's a big the whole issue was that there was a clear pay per review system in the gaming industry and the whole gaming reporters were just infested with like corporate mouthpieces so like if you if you're a big enough studio you just have like IGN give you a a 9 rating or you know what I mean like they are so bullshit with shit like that where it's clearly pay promotional shit there was that aspect of it uh there's some with Brianna Wu and there was a whole Anita Sarkeesian saying that everything in gaming sexist it was this big cultural push into gaming that I think that was kind of the the beginning of the severing of the ties for most people to companies. That was what twenty fourteen, twenty sixteen, right around there. Yeah, sounds it about was, right. Yeah. Can you hear that? That was a double. Yeah, it was a double. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Whatever. My phone's across the room. Fuck it. Uh. I feel like that really changed the gaming landscape because it brought forth issues that have are still in the industry in terms of like reviewing. And even then, like if you ask people on Gamergate, there are people like, oh, it's just a bunch of sexist, all right, trolls and all this. It's like, well, I'm sure there is. Trust me. But like people like Sargon of Akkad, the quartering, and then that whole skeptic youtube bullshit that's where that came out of that was a whole feminist battle on youtube in 2016 it all started in gamergate talk like cultural issues started coming up in gaming but i just find it interesting because i feel like that was a maybe the capstone i mean they were clearly already taken in terms of corporatization of games where it's just Buy this game. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll patch it. Oh, here's a DLC that costs this much, and it's you're just paying in total like a hundred dollars for one full full game because the DLC is just chunks of the game they pulled out, and now they're trying to sell back to you. Yeah, I go. I've been on this rant numerous times at the, at this point. Everyone's gonna hear it again. Where they give you thirty percent of the game, they charge you full price. <laughs> And then they say there's going to be a roadmap and then they have a season pass and then they have a pre-order stuff, you know, and then they have season two passes. Then they have another and it's just on and on and on and to where it's, it's games as a service to where they have this thing where, OK, we, you, you bought this game in 2017 and now it's 2022 and you're still paying us money to play the same fucking game that came out. You know what I mean? And it's like and I, even worse than that, Rockstar. Jesus Christ. Yeah. GTA just had a fucking another DLC launch. Yeah. It was it's it's almost a 10-year-old game and it's still getting updates. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" 
Like it's just shit like yeah. that. It pisses me off. It, I don't remember it used to be like that. The heyday of me was like I and and that's the thing. I hopped out right at the tail end. Like when I was in like riding my horse and gunning people down and getting chased by other assholes that are trying to gun me down in uh in Red Dead Online, the first one. That was like the golden age for me because everything was level based that you could if you actually worked for it, you got the stuff. You have to worry about money. If you bought a DLC, you got all of it. It wasn't just like, oh, okay, buy this currency so you can buy some stuff in the DLC that's coming out if you don't want it. I'm like, no. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. I sound like, uh, what was it? I sound like... Uh, Homelander? Yeah, Homelander. It was, and it was perfect. Every last... You know what I mean? like, it, <laughs> but that was it. Like, I just, you know, rose to the glasses. I'm, I'm sure there was things at the time that I was raging about then, too, of course, because, like, the hackers that were going in, because it was PS3 days uh, and whatnot, that was rampant. But still, it was better than this to where it's you need to log on and essentially make this your job when you're home in order to have fun with it. After you come home from your job that you have, and it's like, well, no, I don't want to do that. No. Stop it. Yeah, there are some, like, I hate to suck off Elden Ring continuously, but it's worth sucking off. I would say so. It's worth sucking off. That grind is different from a loot box grind. Like, when people... You got to realize, same words, different meaning. When I say it cost me thousands of dollars to get these, because it's literally impossible to earn all that shit. Like, you'd have to spend thousands of hours just to get half of the fucking free packs, and you're still not even going to get the best stuff. And the fact that that's just okay, like, oh, well, if you don't like it, don't do it. It's like, well, you got to realize this is a systemic thing in gaming. Where if one person gets away with it, then another does it. And the next thing you know, it's just a feature, not a bug, right? Yeah. So you talk about. And that was the whole thing. Like, I don't know everything that happened in Gamergate, but I know the core issue was ethics in gaming. And everyone, like a lot of people, oh, it's just all right people, rape threats, feminists, yada, yada, yada. They only went after women. Well, really looking, like, take away your bias and look into the everything that happened because now we can look back. It's been, I think it was 2014, 2015. So half a decade. Now you can look back and see, okay, was there, was there a real issue here for Gamergate? Because unless you were plugged in to various social medias and, and like Twitter, YouTube, you probably missed it. Or you may have heard like of Anita Sarkeesian, the woman who said Tomb Raider sexist, because it sexualizes women. Which, you know, I guess, and their whole argument of like, well, let's make games empowering women. I don't know if that's really, I guess it has turned out better, but you also have to realize your audience is mostly men. Like There has been a push for gamer girls lately, but... but and that, and in, in, in terms of the gamer girl push is just to get more male audiences. Normally. I mean, it's like getting, it's like, it's, it's essentially like hiring the hot bartender for, for the bar because you want to bring in the crowds. So it's it's the same exact shit, just rebranding it for a different fucking thing. And it's sickening. 
And yeah, no, and it's just making it worse. That's the, that's what sucked about. So I grew up watching, uh, oh my God, G4 TV. And we had talked about this before, but yeah, what happened to them? So G4 was built on that Olivia Munn being sexy, doing shit like that. And then, I, hey, you know, I kind of get the whole frosting where she's like, you know, I'm not her. I'm not going to do that. But when the company then three weeks later brings on armor, um, whatever her name is, the fucking cosplaying thought chick, what? armor a moth or whatever her name is, who got her ass beat by her husband, by the way. Yikes. Yeah. Um, they bring her on in a bikini. Like three weeks later, after she's like, "Stop objectifying women," I'm like, <laughs> and didn't, they they ended up, didn't work, unfortunately. Yeah. And now G four is gone yet again, and it's like, dude, people want—I hate using this word—safe spaces, but they want that. They want something where they can go talk about issues and their things they like, sports. That's why you're never gonna have like sports skate shit where they call the men sexist because they fucking are. Go to a football game, dog. <laughs> it's a bunch of fat dudes, drunk, shirtless. They don't give a fuck. Go to a Phillies game, baseball <laughs> game. Go to go to a Philadelphia Eagles game. Jesus Christ, bro! <laughs> like they talk about some of the most violent crowds and volatile crowds. They Philadelphia just in general are some yeah praising more. guys who are battering their spouses as they fucking score their winning game touchdown like they don't give a fuck exactly that it's just the thing. we're, 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 only, we're yeah. only picking and choosing what we're going to be mad about and it's just you know like i said it's it's one of those issues that it's just so the knot is so big and it's so fucked up in all sorts of places and everyone's trying to untangle it from different areas but it's making things worse than other ones and it's just we got to yeah. That's why I well, always say we need to just burn it all down, even though like I can't, that's not a viable option either. But it's it's like, well, it's because I don't want to say stop. Stop fucking with time. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hammer time. But no, I don't want to <laughs> say stop. Leave it alone. Don't, you know, yeah. sweep it on the right. I don't want to say that. But I also want to say like there's something like it's it's just a thing. It's why it's. Well, that's a why it, it, oh, sorry. Keep going. I was going to say a community has to address issues, right? Like you have a broader community of gamers and they're like, hey, we feel like this is artificial or even like there's some questions about journalism here, which everybody just shrugs off now. Like the idea that you can just be like, oh, yeah, that journalist is totally biased. Like what the fuck? Like journalism is supposed to be the truth. Right. Like where is this idea that you can just be bought off? Like that's kind of shitty. Well, I mean it's the same way that happens on the fucking – I know. I just said – what was that? paid off by amazon <laughs> oh yeah or, or yeah. you know just the fucking we see it well the government officials getting paid off by lobbyists yeah. or we see it by fucking people who run these departments of fucking what was it the cdc we just found out got huge pay cuts from fucking uh drug companies and all that shit like that oh yeah no yeah they're they're, they're coming for me now they're gonna be knocking <laughs> yeah. on the door well guess what motherfuckers i've been waiting for this goddamn moment you're never taking me alive no but um what's it called it like it's like I said, I don't want to say 
just leave it alone and I don't want to say burn it all down. And that's where I'm at the point where I was like, this is beyond my control. That's why I just decided, like, I don't want to listen to this shit anymore and I got to live my life. And that's like another cop out, too, towards like, so you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, you're damned if you want to, but don't, and you're damned if you don't want to and do. Like, it's it doesn't. And the only, the only good thing about the, the whole, I don't even say Gamergate, but like, let's say they implement policies that nobody likes. Guess what? Nobody's going to fucking buy the game. That's the thing. A lot of people love FIFA because not just of the ultimate team. Like people do enjoy it. They love playing each other. That's why EA gets away with it. Because they have that community aspect to it. And it could be better. The fact that they just pump out this like it's a shame. But until they get burned really bad, they're not gonna change. But that's kind of the thing. Like the whole Gamergate right here. I'm looking at the Wikipedia thing. Gamergate was a loosely organized misogynistic online harassment campaign and right-wing backlash against feminism, diversity, and progressivism in video game culture. Get that gun out of your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, at the same time, you're just like, can people not have an an issue with anything? I definitely think, I, I don't know, maybe I'm the crazy one here, but if you're in a community like that, especially something as diverse as a gaming community i know it's it's known for its edgy shit but you you come for the boys the boys are coming back i don't know what to tell you like what what do you expect it's growing pains if you're really gonna try to change a culture it's gonna suck and if it's work if it's something that works it will carry on if it's not it will be forgotten i haven't really seen that much of a change in video game shit have you? No. Oh, it's it's not so much the the content of the the no it's the theme. No, haven't seen much changes in themes. But in terms of content, how content is marketed, how content is sold, how it's how it's fucking uh, chopped up to bits. Like I tell you, like how it's always like this this new thing of where I'm used to getting a game, like get home. You're, 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 I didn't drive back in the day. So I remember, you know, being fucking like 10 years old, you just got your best, you know, your new PS2 game. You're sitting in the back seat. You fucking, you pop open the thing. You're looking at the book manual and you're like, oh, this is cool. And well, it's got the little memory card slot at the top of the fucking thing because they used to be tall boxes. And then you plug it in and then you get to play it. The whole thing. You didn't have to wait for a fucking day one patch. You didn't have to wait for any of this fucking bolt. You'd have to wait for, oh, okay, well, coming soon after you beat part part one. What'd they just do with fucking Final Fantasy VII, that fucking remake game? They chopped it up into fucking three parts. So we're not Did even they? playing. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII part one, Final Fantasy VII part two, and Final Fantasy VII part blah, blah, blah. It's going to be coming out or whatever. And so not even that too. It was like, okay, now you want to play this game? Well, guess what? Now you got to fucking wait. And yeah, there are exceptions. Elden Ring. I'm going to suck you off now. <laughs> that was an exception where it's like, okay, yeah, of course there's going to be patches because that's just coming along with like, they, they need to figure out how to balance it. Of course they, because once you get the game out to a very large audience, they figured out, oh, okay, now we can perfectly balance it because we're going to get a lot of feedback from a lot of different people from all over the place, not just our development team that got used to play. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. now we're going to learn all about that shit. And, it's, and that's a good thing that they did for that, but it was still the game that they gave us and it was a functioning game. It was the game where it was like, oh, okay, like, you know, we, we always, 
sending out would always bring up Bethesda, where it's like, okay, like I remember there was a part where after maybe two patches after Skyrim came out, I couldn't sleep in a bed without the game like shit, like shit in the bed. Like I couldn't sleep in a bed. And then it would just be like, yeah, yeah. no, game crash. And I'm like, what the fuck's that shit about? Bug Fesda. Yeah. And but the I remember popping in Kingdom Hearts. What was that? Complete game. Boom, there you go. Have fun. Play it as much as you like. And I was like, oh my god, this is awesome. Got the whole story. It was fantastic. Oh, you want to play Mercenaries? Here you go. Fucking plug in Mercenaries. Play that. Start with it. Here, if you want, you can. there's a little cheat book. Here you go. Look at all the cheats. Oh my god, now you have extra stuff that's in the game. In the game. Like, you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you are right. It is three parts. Yeah. I just looked it up right now, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. You thought, you thought, you thought I was, oh, Specs just going on some fucking wild rant. No, it's fucking. It's well, I didn't think they'd be that bold to be like Final Fantasy VII Part 1. It's like Attack on Titan Final Season Part 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Dog, it's like four seasons. What the fuck? <laughs> but that's what I'm talking. It's that shit that yeah. pisses me off. Yeah, I, I could hark on like the, the feel of like. Oh, is the environment safe for this old? It's like, I don't give a fuck about that because I never gave a fuck about that to begin with. What I care about is when you give us products, give us products that are going to, because like I said, it's, it's poisoned me or it's, it's poisoned to the fact where I just, I couldn't take it anymore. And now I don't consider myself a gamer like I used to. When I used to game, that used to be like part of my fucking identity. You know, it's like, now I feel ashamed because I'm not, not. Ashamed because of the misogyny, not ashamed because of the of the whatever the fuck. I'm ashamed because we can't we're we're predatory, in the fact that it's like okay we're gonna try to make so much money and we're uh, we don't care how we're gonna get it. We don't care if it's we're gonna give dumb people the game and they're gonna keep buying it because they want to keep fucking getting that little dopamine fix. We don't care if it's kids that don't know what the fuck they're doing or the kids that do know what the fuck they're doing because they because they want it and they don't care because that's all they care about. Because you're going to try to rationalize to a fucking five-year-old why the fuck they can't have that skin? No. They don't fucking care what we have to say to them. They want that fucking skin. So it's like, okay. They're going to capitalize on that. They're going to capitalize on so many fucking things just so they can make a fucking buck. We're going to burn down a whole online system. We're not. We're just going to kill it. Shoot it in the fucking head because it's not bringing in as much money as our previous game did. That's the type of shit that pisses me off at the end of the day. I agree. Like, I feel like Gamergate did nothing in the end. Like, it for either side. Like, games aren't more progressive. Oh, what? Horizon Zero Dawn had a girl in it. Wow. Okay. There's been a bunch of games with fucking female leads before. Like, I don't understand this on either side because there's no ethic. Like, I, the reason why I brought up G4 TV, there's no ethics in fucking journalism anymore, especially in the video game shit. Right. Like, the only way you're going to find it is going on YouTube and finding, I don't remember his name, but the should you buy guy. The guy who wears the suit, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Then it has, and he has the, the game, like a protagonist from the game as like his head. Yeah. As, yeah. 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 Him. Uh, I like I really like Mr. Matty plays because he like he doesn't do like a ranking system. He just him and ACG. So if you look up those, I know ACG is getting fucking throttled by the algorithm right now for some reason. But 
especially the latter two, they do such like ACG. He goes into the like the music of a game. He's like, you know, I really like this game, but the music sucks, and this is why. And he'll show you clips, and he'll like he breaks it down because he, he even says like there are people who will play a game and it will be one thing, and they just that's it. You know. Yeah, I've I've been that now, guy where I do. do the, uh, what was it? I forgot what it was. I think it was a Saints Row game where I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't like the flying in it because you can't put the uh, you can't uh, the landing gear. It doesn't go up and down like." In one <laughs> and I made that a big fucking to do back in the day. Yeah. See, I understand that that autistic fucking little details. And they they go through that, and, and then I don't even think Maddie he just does it. Like he'll just be like, "All right, this is the issues. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. It's up to you." ACG, he does the uh, never buy, wait to buy for a sale, and Mm -hmm. then buy now, which I love that system because, well, hey, you have the middle one, which is wait for a sale, which 90% of the games you review are going to be that. But him, I mean, I like it. I respect them because I respect their people, even if I don't agree, even if I think they're wrong on a certain game. Uh, I know Maddie. He he goes back and he he'll play a game again. He'll be like, "Does this game hold up?" Uh, which I love. He just went over Cyberpunk, and he's like, "Yeah, there's still bugs. They need to fix that shit." So I enjoy that honesty, but you you got to find certain people you can't trust. It's a very long winded way for us to go around and be like, "You can't trust anybody. You got to find good people on YouTube." <laughs> <laughs> But it's kind of true. You got to find you got to find the people you trust in any aspect of, I think, journalism, whether it's your news or video or cultural stuff or whatever, especially video games. Like, well, that's why you trusted me. We were like, I'm if he's going to buy it, then, yeah, then I'm going to buy it, too, because, yeah, you know, I, know that I fucking get pissed off just as much as those guys do. And I was already on the fence. Like, I wanted to get Elden Ring, but I was like, ah, fuck, you know, that was. By the way, I got it for 50 bucks at GameStop. Hell Brandon. yeah. I don't know. Like, there's a sale going on. I was like, whoo. I haven't bought a $50 game in years, dog. <laughs> Not new, at least. But, yeah, that was... It's a shame. I mean, it's really a pain in the ass that I can't just trust broader media to be like, this is the plus, this is the minus of the game. Like, every game's a fucking... like. Deathloop. People are putting 10 out of 10. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That I I wouldn't even give it a fucking 7, bro. A 6 at best. Very jinky. The story's a little meh. The time travel, I you know, obviously I hate, time, hate travel, time travel. So yeah. But it's a loop. I kind of like Groundhog Day. I'm okay with that. So this one I wasn't that upset about. They're just little things they could have done that wasn't good. But that whole studio, whoever made Dishonored, um, I don't know their name off the top of my head. Well, I know Bethesda. But that, yeah, but it's the one of their companies. Not Obsidian, right? No. Fuck. I got to look it up now. But uh, that whole, I don't really, I, I never got into Dishonored. Um, I also didn't get into... What was the other one that had come out? Oh, fuck it. I don't know, dog. I don't fucking know. Arcane. Arcane Studios. Okay. 
I don't really like their stuff. It just isn't for me. Like I don't like Dishonored one or two. It just didn't do anything for me. It's not a bad game, but I wouldn't recommend anybody buy it because I wouldn't personally buy it. Yeah, we all got games and preferences and how we do stuff, and everyone knows that I'm the more the realistic guy. I really Autistic. crave those. Yeah. Autistic, realistic. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Like as much as like it's either got to be so complex and complicated that makes me that when I master it, I feel like okay, I'm proud of it. Like Division, where like yeah, I don't agree with it at all. Where I could dump a fucking uh, whole magazine of twelve gauge slugs into some dude's head and they're just like smiling at me. I don't like that at all. But I mastered to, to where it's like okay, I got my gear sets right. I go understand that. That's that's how that works. Blah blah. blah. It's like okay, I I I like it now. But for the most part, you know me. I like when I get to go through a thing. Oh, this is my gun, or this is my sword. This is the realistic part of it. Or I get to at least have my own adventure to where I can like build up upon like certain things. You know, what I mean, it's it's that type of shit. I don't like a lot of railroads. And if you do railroad me, like I, it's got to be a really good fucking game. <laughs> like Uncharted, those games are all pretty much just you know just uh, what's it calls it railroad tracks but i love them all uncharted is one of my favorite series but you know yeah i don't it's a shame but i don't even know how we got on the gamergate stuff but i only brought it up to kind of show you like i remember it being a bigger thing than it was you ask a lot of people they don't even know what it was like me i I just remember it being like oh there's a issue with journalists and game publishers kind of being in bed together. That's all I remember. And I, I do remember the misogynistic stuff too. Trust me. I've seen probably a thousand fucking, unfortunately, a thousand videos of Anita Sarkeesian and why everyone thinks she's stupid. <laughs> but I mean, she also, I can't say that. For libel reasons, I'll say that she promised a game to come out, made a GoFundMe, and the game has still yet to come out. So draw your conclusions from there. Yeah, just how like for Black Lives Matter, there's what what was the what the the big thing that came out of that whole movement? Mansions, mansions. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Black lives do matter, sir, and I resent this conversation. Thank you. Yeah, the, like I said. Next question, please. <laughs> it's it's a shame now how we how we live in a society. We live in a society where you have good things that get fucking taken advantage of for shitty reasons that's where you go full joker yeah this is the this is the this is that podcast the end of the year podcast Mm -hmm. next thing you know i'm asking people why they're so serious yeah Yeah. you're great you ever dance with the devil because they get what they fucking deserve (laughs) i I didn't see that movie you didn't no i didn't see joker should I? i did i think it's on hbo I would recommend. Yeah, it is. I'd recommend it. It's long. It's like two hours. I went with my dad. Uh, my mom was out of town. My sister had a car accident. Oh, so we went. I felt bad because we went at like nine o'clock. I didn't know it was like a two and a half hour movie. He ended up falling asleep. I mean, he's on the military, so he gets up at like four a.m. Right. But it's good. I think it's a one time like experience, and after that, you're like. Yeah. It's got funny moments in it. I mean, it's Joaquin Phoenix, so it's it's pretty good. I know, I know, it's a very heavily drama piece. So you know, it's 
Sort of. They do a decent job at painting mental illness. I'll and they make you that. <laughs> God damn it, Spec. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd say it's worth a watch if you ever have the free time. But why people freaked out about it, being like there's gonna be mass shootings, I don't fucking know. It's it's just one of those things where people just, you know, grip onto something and they don't let it go and then nothing happens. Nobody cares. Everybody moves on. Just like everything in life. It was funny, I will say this. This is why I hate journalists now. But they were looking for shit to go after this movie for because of, you know, the Joker is now an alt right figure, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know Gary Glitter, right? Yes. Rock and Roll Part 2. Yeah. That song's in it. And Gary Glitter is a pedophile. <laughs> so they were like, they're using pedophilic music in this. And I'm just sitting there like, would you write the same article about The Office who used Gary Glitter's Rock and Roll Part 2 in the fucking, whenever it's pretzel day? Right. And it's just ridiculous, bro. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, we can change topics now. This is probably a downer for the end of the year. Well, no, it just gets to show you that, like, hey, like, I had a good year. Yeah, there's still some shitty things that exist in the world, but I'm not, like, yeah, I, of course, getting in the midst of the conversation. Oh, you it, really it, say it, boils that? You the, a- it boils the blood, but. Yeah, you had a gut in your mouth about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I was being farcical, but maybe I don't know. One day you're just going to be like, this is it on air. Probably that would be a way of, that'd be one hell of a sign off, bro. (laughs) No, I got Mabel. I can't be doing that. Huh, ladies? Look at you. Do you see she's in her little PJs? Is she? She got pajamas on. Hmm. Is that a bomb vest? <laughs> but yeah, no, mm-hmm. there's uh it's it's shitty. It is. We do live in that time where everything's it, it's it's the stagnation point now, you know, where at least right before the decline. Yep. And we're it's it's gonna get worse, and then it'll get better, and then it's just a, everything's a cycle. We we as men who study history, we know that shit always does like this. There's always times where it's not great, and everything looks like it's being, you know, you know what's what's it called? A fucking we we need a Teddy Roosevelt guy that comes through again and fucking breaks up all the the fucking monopolies. We need we need some fucking shit like that to happen because as we're seeing it now, like yeah, it's it's reverting. It's reverting back to that whole thing where these fucking what, like five corporations that control everything in the goddamn world now. We're we're falling into that cycle again. We gotta start getting the free markets back and blah blah blah, whatever the you know. What I mean, but it's somebody's got to charge with the Cubans, right? But as far as I'm concerned, at least now at this point in my life, I could happily say that that's not my fight to fight because I got my own shit that I got to take care of first. And then maybe once I have that shit locked in, then once I have, especially because I know for a fact I am not intelligent, nearly intelligent enough to be able to actually go at them 
with any sort of like real tact and vigor. I can only just be me screaming with a pencil, you know, like, ah, that's how angry I am. But, you know, it's I can't I can't do much else about it besides that. So if I just keep taking care of everybody to the best of my abilities, I'll be OK. I can't remember his name. The evil SpongeBob with the pencil. Doodle Bob. Doodle Bob. Nihoi, nihoi. Shit like that. God. Yeah, you're right. But there's really no. There's not a whole lot you can do unless you're willing to sacrifice everything. Then most people aren't. I'm not. I still got. Like I said, I'm with you. I still got shit I got to do. Yeah, so that's Ain't why gonna, we have this podcast, and that's why we have people yeah. that listen in. They're like, "Yeah, these guys are pissed. Maybe I have the money that I can fucking, or maybe I have the ability to listen to this. These two fucking autistic, crazy motherfuckers, and come away with, okay, I know that this is an issue, but I will now either vote with my wallet, or I'll just take it easy and pay attention to what really matters in life and start ignoring video games." to the extent where it's like the, the predatory nonsense and, and only play video games that I want to play or whatever the fuck. Maybe this is going to lead them in that better direction. Or if not, fuck it. It's beyond my control. Everyone live your lives. That's what you were trying to stifle me from the last episode. Where it's like, Well, you kept saying, don't listen. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you need to listen. Well, yeah. Do what you want, people. Yeah. That's, the, that's the beauty of life. As you listen to us. If you're going to change the world, do it with us in the background. I guess. This fucking sucks. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it takes a lot. Like, it took a lot for me to be like, okay, this gaming shit's not going to get any better. So either I keep just throwing my money at shit that... There also are things I will say, just real quick, that just aren't made for me. Like, not just I don't like them, but like TV shows. I don't think Wednesday was written for a 26-year-old man. Yeah. TV show. Yeah, like I think it's more of a teen girl show and pedophiles. So if you like that show, I'm not saying anything, but I'm implying. <laughs> Sam. Um, but also... Does he like that show? It seems like a show he'd like. Okay. Well, good for him, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't fucking know. You know, he only shows up once a week, dog. True, true. But yeah, well, so we ranted about this long enough. We'll do our last roll, and then we'll get to because I maybe uh, shit. You would you didn't have a story. Well, did that count as your story? We kind of. I was just gonna bring up the Microsoft shit, but riffraffed it. Yeah, we kind of did. Yeah, all right. Fuck it. Fuck it. And then we got a oh, low battery. Okay. That's a nice one. Who was a role model you had when you were a kid? Shit. I'm not going to say any family members because that's kind of an easy way out. Yeah, I've uh, I've already made it a point that everyone knows that my role models are right. So I'll pick someone else. But you were telling me that Hitler really inspired you, right? <laughs> You said something about reading Mein Kampf. And don't, you're like, don't make me into Monty. Don't do this. <laughs> don't pull a Monty on me. All right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. My bad. It was Kanye that said Hitler wasn't that bad. <laughs> and I will say, I do still listen to Kanye. I don't give a fuck. 
College Dropout and Graduation is still my favorite albums of his. Mm-hmm. That won't change. Um, fuck, that's kind of tough. Somebody, what was the question again? Role model was I had when you were a kid. Role, a role model. Do you have one? I have a few. Um, come to, uh, I always find myself, at least back in the day, I always needed to find these mentors in little shapes or forms. Uh, there was this one guy, oddly enough, his name was Joe McCarthy. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, not that one, but he was a, uh, he was a black belt at my studio when we were doing a tank show. He was ahead of me because he was teaching when I started. And I remember there was a time where I was really caught up in the tournament circuit and I, took a loss to heart you know I, I i gave it my what i thought was my best performance and you know they they didn't feel the same and he saw that i was really it took the wind right out of my sails and he definitely made it made a point to come up to me and be like yo like don't fucking let those people tell you how good you are that's not how this shit works and like, don't he, let those communists tell you how good you are <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> It's so funny how his name is Joe McCarthy. And then later <laughs> on in life, I figure out that there was a guy named Joseph McCarthy who was a fucking witch hunt <laughs> fucking dude. Oh, God. But no, he was he was definitely a, uh, someone who he always would pull me aside and like, you know, just we would shoot the shit and cl- like, you know, talk about stuff in class and show me some like advanced moves to like, you know, like he, we didn't do judo, but he would he knew judo and he would fucking show me some judo shit on the side. He was a cool dude. Um what's he calls it uh and then another guy who was a role model later on in my life I, i'll still say i was a kid because i was in college this is when i was at the restaurant his name was brendan mcweeney last name mcweeney i'm gonna shout him out he's fu- he's the one of the best fucking dudes that i've ever met to me at least because i know that everyone has a, a history and a, and a background and everyone's the bad guy in someone else's story blah blah blah, blah whatever the fuck that man Whatever the fuck, I don't care. He was just a dude, bro. He was a football player, coach football. One of those dudes, always, you know, jock type guy. But he just taught me to always be myself because he was always himself. And it didn't matter if it was like, because I was always trying to live up to like, okay, like, I mean, I was in those formative years. Like, all right, a, a guy has to act like this. A dude has to be more like this, blah, blah, blah. But he was like, he was jamming out the fucking TLC while we, while we were cooking and shit and just singing No Scrubs. And I was like, this guy doesn't give a fuck. And I was like, neither should I. So if I like music that I'm quite frankly embarrassed about, don't be because someone else might like it because I like that shit. And so when I saw he liked it, too, I was like, oh, OK, this is funny because he was like I said, the last person who I would expect to be someone that was going to be all about like, oh, yeah, like he could listen to this or that. Well, blah, blah. but he was like, you know, I'll listen to who the fuck I want to listen to whether it's country or, you know, hip hop or R and B or this, that like fucking be yourself. And so he was one of the people that taught me to do that too. So those are really two good role models that I have to say that aren't parental figures. They were in my life. Damn. I feel like I'm going to cheat a little bit. Cause I said no family members, but I got like two or three. I'm going to talk about, um, first one would probably be my uncle, John. He was my PB football coach and he, so what they would do 
where I lived. <clears throat> so at the time, my biological father lived with him. So every other weekend, I go to his house. And he, in his garage, he had a pool table because he's a single 30 some year old guy. Yeah. He had a pool table, uh, a bunch of football pads, and then like uh, hitting pads. So, of course, brother, I go out there, I'd suit up, and I'm hitting them pads. It was just the most fun I had with him, but also as a coach. <laughs> it's funny. So, he, I was his very first pick. He's like, I'm getting you. So, they did, they would do snake draft. So, all the coaches would come together, and they'd have all the kids. And then, like, you know, small town, so people would pick either kids they've had before in PB team that they know are good or that family relation friends whatever so he picked me and then our team was decent but uh i'll never forget like i he'd always yell at me and even even into like my uh junior high and high school years football i'd always be like what put out my what what did i do and he was like don't bow up at me i'm like i'm not bull like what did i do <laughs> um, but it was the fun and when he he passed away of a uh, bone cancer in 2009 and that, that one hurt really bad. Uh, cause I had just saw him like two weeks before and then it was even worse. Cause I had to do lawn work that day. And then as soon as I came in, like my mom was just kind of looking at me and then I was like, did he? And she's like, yeah. And that just wrecked me. Mm-hmm. But it was nice at his funeral that like fucking so many people went like there was a line outside of the, the funeral home of people who just wanted to pay their respects. It is people I like from my school and shit. And of course I'm sitting there next to my family crying like a little bitch. <laughs> like it was, it was rough, but he definitely, he, he changed my life for, I think the better, uh, and I always wonder sometimes, like, oh, if he stayed alive, like, I probably wouldn't have moved with my parents. I would have stayed with him. Uh, and just shit would have changed. Like, it would have been different. I probably wouldn't wouldn't know. I wouldn't know Sam, so I wouldn't know you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but he really did. Um, he was a father figure when I needed it. You know, him and then my stepdad, who I call my dad, or... Um, I understand that. But then also, I was going to say a goofy one like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> but in reality, like Ric Flair. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've always tried to be a 60-minute man like him. So, <laughs> like, yeah, he, Stone Cold told me I was to take shit from my boss. <laughs> but, damn, that's tough because I didn't really have like – role models that I I always I say good on my mom and she always taught me to be me so I was never like oh I'm gonna be like this person I'm like well I'm gonna be me who is better than this person but I'm trying to think of role models and a serious one um, that I really liked was probably fuck it's tough man I don't know I don't really have another one I had I had one, but then I was like, ah, oh, no, that's kind of goofy. That's fine, bro. I, goofy isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple other ones, but 
they're not that much older than me. And I don't want them to like get big heads if they hear this, so they can fuck off. <laughs> well, it's like people who help me in my life, right? What's it called? It's like fucking Brennan wasn't that much older than me. Brennan's like, well, like maybe two or three years older than me. Oh yeah, I will say, my senior year of high school, I had a teacher named Mister Keith, and he was the coolest fucking guy. Like, I honestly, he's he's one of the reasons why I'm going to become a teacher, just because he was. He's about to retire, but he gave, he gave a shit. Like when I was leaving, like he teared up because like we throughout the whole year, he was a Broncos fan and I cheered for the Patriots. So they played maybe in like October and the Patriots. Fuck it. This is when Brady was on the team. They won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks that year and they shellacked the fucking Broncos. So we bet a Coke on it, right? <laughs> Next day, I had his class second or third period and I go in there and he bought me a two liter fucking <laughs> thing of coke and he's like here you go I'm like you motherfucker <laughs> so but he was a great role model as just a a teacher who took his job seriously but he wasn't a serious person like when he was teaching he was teaching but then like he gave you a lesson plan and then after that he sat at his desk and be like yeah, Tom Brady's kind of a pussy. <laughs> Some shit like that. The role models are tough, especially for guys. Because it's, uh, you're always searching for like what you think a role model should be. You know what I mean? Like a big sports star or something. But in reality, the role models that hit you are just everyday dudes that give you that kicking the butt yeah. metaphorically you know kind of lead you down the right path or even more so they they give you they give you the tools that you could take with you on the path that you choose they don't even you know sometimes they don't even have to point you in a certain direction they just got to make sure that they're going to make sure that you're equipped to handle whatever you're going to be facing when you get there and they give you Sometimes just clarity that or advice that you get from everybody else who you just ignore, like if it's your parents or your friends or family, whatever. And then you hear it from some other guy and you're like, fuck, maybe he's right. Even though it's the same fucking advice yeah. you can from everybody else. Because yeah. I, I put more of my trust stock into that versus yeah. everyone else. Because I was the worst with that. I still am to a certain extent where I will definitely hear stuff from close friends and family members that I'll just completely write off. Cause I'm like, well, they're obligated to say that, yeah. you know, they're, they're my, they're supposed to be saying this shit to be blah, blah, blah. But like, if someone that I don't know that well says something to me, I'm like, Oh, I'll, that's, that's the real one right there. That's what, that's what yeah. it's all about. And it's like, well, they're all biased. That's why they're saying that. Right. Yeah. Versus yeah. some asshole. that's like, he's just walked down the street. He's like, Oh, that, that's a, you know, you're, you're a good guy. It's like, I am a good guy. <laughs> it's, it's dumb. Thank you. It is, Thank you for noticing. <laughs> it is dumb, but it's, it's a, it's a thing that I've been played with for. I'm getting better at it, especially now. Cause I'm realizing more stuff now. Like it's, it's crazy when you get older, how much of stuff clarifies that a lot of is just lost in the sauce. Yeah. It's it kind of sucks, but I always think like everything kind of. It does. I hate that saying. Everything happens for a reason. Nothing happens for a reason. 
but everything that happens has a reason. Like, if that makes any sense. Oh, that's a good one. Like, everything, like, my uncle dying, like, it... That's a very... That, that year sucked. Because he died in August. And then October, I blew out my knee. Oof. From football. So, that was a rough year. And then... I ratted on my sister because she's smoking pot. I got her ass. <laughs> Dumb bitch. <laughs> I got her. Uh, but yeah, that was, I've had really like 2015 was up and down. Graduated high school. Patriots won the Super Bowl. Graduated high school. Cubs won the World Series, I think, 2015, 2016, something like that. Yeah. And then my grandpa died. Mm. Uh, that that and my uncle were like the two ones where you know you're like crying so much you can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. That that sucked. Uh, but then it's been a steady decline since, so I can't really complain. <laughs> At least you know it's going in the same direction, right? Down. It's yeah. not like it's yeah. faking you out. Like, oh, 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 it's getting bad. Nope. <laughs> it's-, it's like the stock market, bro. But I'm at that 1920s downturn. Like, I'm going down. Like, I hit the peak, and this is it. And then, we, you know, inflation might bring me back up. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how the cards play out. I, I think it really is at this point in time. At least from either me just having the luck or just me looking at the trends or me just being able to, yeah, no, that would happen in my timeline. Whereas, like, I really do feel like we have surpassed that generation where it's like, oh, it's all fun and games and, dude, you know, the the, the fuck around period is over. Now the, the find <laughs> out period is beginning. And... You know, we just got to learn how to, even though we don't want to, we wish we could live back when our parents did, whenever you could just literally do whatever the fuck you want. And it was cool, but we, we are, we have to blaze a trail. So then that way the people that come after us could have those, have those times. And it'd be selfish of us to say, oh, well, since we're not having those times now, we got to say, fuck it, whatever. Don't even try. It's like, no, we're still going to try. We're still going to make it better for somebody out there. Yeah. I can't do that and then be like, oh, my great-grandparents fought in world wars. Oh, well, because the climate is getting warmer, I'm, I'm just going to like let myself fade into obscurity. It's like, well, fuck it. Elon Musk will take my ass to Mars. I don't care. <laughs> and then I'll, then I'll die from like a fucking cracked window and that's it. That's that, dog. Hey, you know, like I said, that's why I, I, all the people that busted their ass – to make sure that I didn't blow my fucking head off. You know, they they deserve a little something. So let me Some uh, effort. Yeah. So let me yeah, let, I feel this let me do the same. the same way. There's a girl I went to high school with who's like when she turned twenty five, she like, I got my tubes tied. I'm never having kids. I'm like, our because like, our ancestors fought thousands, thousands of years to survive and to continue their line. And you think you're at the peak? (laughs) It ain't getting any better than this. Right. I will tell you, what do you think her last name was? Like nationality was Irish Flynn. 
Irish, like from Ireland. I only that, say Irish people because I know Cantrell has a thing against the Irish. <laughs> well, and then her, I'm not going to tell you her whole genealogy, but we share common ancestorship. Oh, so you're so like, how dare you soil the family name? God damn it. This is well, personal like, for you. I've never understood that. Where it's like, oh, well, I'm just not going to like, dude, my, my grandparents did without so that their kid, my aunts and uncles and parents could live with. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a continuing history of that. I'm sure there's shit. I know there is like my great, great grandfather on my dad's side was apparently a piece of shit who fought world war one. I. I just want to bring that up. That's it. Go for it. <laughs> Great. But no, which is a shame. Apparently he brought his gun back from world war one. And then when he died, his wife, uh, instead of giving it to my grandfather, fucking sold it. And he, he, I, all I heard from my grandma was like, oh, yeah, your grandpa was not happy. Like, no shit. Yeah, that, uh, that tracks. But, hey, you know, it's like I said, for the times that were ahead, they didn't need it. And unfortunately, we're at those times now where we got to do what we got to do to make sure that whatever the hell is coming after us as a, as a fair shot. That's how, I mean, I agree. Cause if just feels shitty just to be like, no, nope, this is it. I'm done. Not even just like family wise, but society wise to be like, yeah, no, I'm not going to contribute to anything. Even if you're not going to have kids, it's like, well, you should be trying to contribute to having a better world when you're gone, you know? Right, and that's why, like, as you as you clearly have pointed out, like the, the Doomer me that was from before was not in that same mindset. But now I could definitely say that you know I'm 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 not like that anymore. And it's there's definitely something now to where it's it's a lot more than just me. And I was really selfish, and I was just ready to just pout and throw it. I don't want to have to do all this the hard times and this and that. It's like, shut the fuck up, pussy. Figure it out. Yeah, especially when you're a history major and you realize like, oh, I live at the best time in you like human history ever. Yeah. There's never been a better time where there's more human rights, where there's more like just versatility. The fact that you can have more money and there's too many human rights to be <laughs> See, this is that Hitler inspiration coming through. <laughs> no, uh, you're probably right. Now that I think about it, there is just ridiculous rights. I have the right to be a cat, <laughs> but it's just better. Like you, I know everybody. They bring it up to dismiss like how poor people live in America, where they're like, poor people today in America live better than kings did a hundred years ago. It's like okay. Still doesn't make it better. Like if you're poor, imagine how much how the Kardashians live compared to that poor person. They live like gods. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, but at the same time, it's the best time to be alive. You have and more it would, squ- and if you think about that historically, like that sentence that you just said, mm-hmm. a thousand years from now, we don't know how things are going to be, right? What kind of ups and downs? What kind of shit? It could be a downturn. It could be like we we might digress a couple of uh, industrial like ages and shit to where it's like 
do you find like it could be where like they're talking about the Kardashians that like, they are indeed like these these were gods that walked amongst men that had the power to but but in terms of like they didn't realize that power their money translated into power these days so but to them whatever primitive societies thousands of years from us now they're gonna just equate power to actual power even though it didn't mean anything but the way that they had their own religion almost or the people that watched their lives on televisions and 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 bought their products and did this like it's funny how like if you look at it like what are our ancestors going to think about no uh predecessor no successors successors there you go fucking i'm dumb what are our successors going to think about us? Or it's like, am I going to... Oh, yeah, he was just some crazy dude that had a podcast. Or is it going to be like, he was the voice of his neighborhood or whatever the fuck? Like, I just assume we're going to be starting over in a couple of years. Yeah. yeah I bet <laughs> History-wise, we're going to be factory reset pretty soon. I'm ready for it. I. It's weird how... This is going to get kind of conspiracy territory. But you know what the World Economic Forum is, right? Yes. So they are they flirt with that. I don't really think it's that bad of an idea where they're just like, hey, we want to restrict international trade and travel to reduce reliance on international trade to cut emissions. I'm not against it. Like if you if that's if that was their policy, like, hey. If you're going to travel, it's got to be through whatever means. We're cutting air travel. There's no more, you know, just hopping on a plane, going out of Mexico. Like, you're going to have to fucking take a train, bitch. And if you, I don't know, maybe I'm just like a lapdog for authoritarian shit. Now, so, All right. yes, man. I just think that's, if you present it like that, where they're like, hey, we want to, D, I don't want to say deindustrialized, but that's kind of what it sounds like. We don't want a global economy where we're just polluting the earth for consumerism. Because consumerism just ruins fucking people. They get obsessed with buying the new thing. And then like 1950, as much as you want to say consumerism, that shit still fucking worked forever. And then they realize, hey, if we just make it out of plastic and make it in China, we can sell them a new one every year. And that's just not good for the environment at all. That's why these pro-environment people who don't have any solution besides just get off gas. It's like, okay, are we going to genocide most of the world? Because gas brings I just like those people that are like fight capitalism, but they have like that MacBook and they're holding a Starbucks and like coffee and they're fucking like with with their $250 Ray-Bans. And like, you know, (laughs) like this is the same shit. And there's some real communist out there who's living on a fucking commune with their brothers, sister, wives, whatever the fuck they're doing. And you don't hear from them because they only they share their means of production. Turns out you can't make an iPhone in bumfuck Ohio. I respect real communists that live by their ideas, not the ones who are like oh, I'm going to be an artist when the revolution comes. It's like, you're going to be working in mine number 12, bitch, until <laughs> you die. <laughs> and then you're going to get replaced, just like that. Uh-huh. 
Look for the good in every evil and the evil in every good. Yeah. Is what I say. So from what that whole thing is, you could just look at it and be like, okay, I can see where it's good and I can see where it's not good. And I, you know, it's just, there's nothing is black and white. Nothing is to where, you know, we, we were kind of brainwashed with this good versus evil propaganda through our movies and through our television shows and just our, just the stories that we were told growing up. And it's, rarely the case that's why when you see like george r. r martin and his writing style and it was so revolutionary because it was like oh well these people uh they're not just all, all holy good and this person's not wholly evil and this is like yeah no because that's life because that's fucking life mm-hmm. and it yeah. was so revolutionary but it was like yeah no sorry he was just being truthful and we were just we couldn't comprehend that shit because we were always just like because that's and that was my downfall i guess i was always seeing shit it's like what was evil what was good what was this inherently like like, and like i was talking before about my parents where i was like i always thought that my mother or my father when they would make these decisions they'd be like yeah no well they know better they just choose not to it's like no that's no one knows and sometimes you have to weigh the risk versus the consequences of an action Mm -hmm. like if it goes well okay but if it doesn't is that more damaging to the kid than if he didn't have it at all right that's tough. I think the toughest job is being a parent. I couldn't fucking do that shit. I could barely do it. I'm a parent to a dog. <laughs> but I mean, it's best we could do is try though. It's weird how we we just replace families with like worker drones. Two parents gonna work all the time. Your kid's gonna go be raised by the state and the school. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the only country I know of for sure that has been like, no, like, we need a parent to stay home is Hungary. And they, I think if a woman has one child, she gets, for the rest of her life, like, her family doesn't, like, it's 25% of their taxes they don't have to pay. Then I think if you have three or more, you never have to pay taxes ever again. Yeah, because that's, like, plus upwards of 75%. If not yeah. more, if they have more kids. Like never again. Can you imagine that? Sweet deal. Damn good deal. <laughs> but it's like, and guess what? In 20 years when Hungarians are all over Europe and the Germans are gone, thank God, before they can start another war. <laughs> thank God. But it's just... The way shit's going to change. It's going to be interesting to see the Austro-Hungarian Empire reunite. <laughs> oh, God. Who knows? But that's why I've always uh, you- been preaching since day one on this fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. The world that's changing and roll- keeps spinning and fucking that shit. It's like that, that stuff all is going to happen with or without you. So... In terms of the grand scheme of things, the shit that you can't control is the most important shit that you got to worry about right now. Which is, we could sit here, Kencho and I, and we could talk about the lasting effects of Gamergate. We could talk about the possibility of Austro-Hungary, uh, the Austro-Hungarian Empire taking over fucking Europe. You know, but that, like I said, that that shit is beyond our grasp. What is 
what I could touch right now is my beautiful dog's face because she's laying down on me right now. And it's like, I got to take care of this one. I got to make sure that I can still afford to pay for the space that I'm recording this podcast in and the car that I drive to get to work and the people I take care of at work and the family that I still have left on this earth that I would not be here without. And the friends I can trail who will last minute, I'm like, hey, I can't get a hold of Seti. Do do you want to do a podcast? And I'm like, hell yeah. So I think that at the the grand scheme, at the end of all things, just know that what's important is the little communities that we make in our own lives that we have to make sure that we nurture and take care of the most. Mm -hmm. And everything else, fuck it. (laughs) like hey i mean not to be double downer on this but you gotta find where you're supposed to go like where you're supposed to be like i've uh it's kind of gay as it sounds uh that's why when i get my degree i'm gonna leave because i really don't have that much here i have my mom and my dad like i said my stepdad i don't talk to my biological father I hate my sister because she's an idiot. But I have my friends. That's it. Like, I I was born into an old family. Like, all of them are, like, they're either crazy or they're fucking dead. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's a shame, too. Like, I, I grew up with people. You know, I was the youngest on my dad's side. And I'm the second youngest on my mom's side. So I've always been like a little kid and then just watching everybody grow up, grow old and die. Like that sucks. Um, But I've always felt like, you know, I plan on doing my own thing. Like when I was really thinking about college, I'm like, I want to just go somewhere and establish myself and find where I'm supposed to be. And I even plan on changing my middle name. Well, or to my confirmation name and then probably change my last name too just because it feels like I'm doing my own thing does that make sense like I'm just gonna be you know I'm the I'm the Viking horde that's gonna go take over northwestern France and then eventually invade England I mean if people could start calling themselves their own pronouns I think you could change them to whatever the fuck you want to well I mean for me Originally, I wasn't going to. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to change my last name just because it's going to be like a my own branch of like, I'm out of here. I don't talk to any of my cousins on like my dad's side. I have no longer Brandon Cantrell. I'm not Brandon D's nuts, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's me. Like, I would never recommend somebody else be like, I'm going to get a degree and then travel the world, teach English and just never come home. Um. You know, that's because it weighs on me mentally. Like, okay, if I leave and then like my mom gets sick and passes away or something, like that's going to fuck me up. Um, same thing with my stepdad. Like these people, they mean something to me, but at the same time is like, well, which is it? Would like, do you want to go do your own thing? Do you want to, like, I hate that term too. Honestly, like finding yourself or finding where you're supposed to be because I might leave here, go to Japan, go to Korea, go to 
Eastern Europe, go to South America and be like, I don't fucking like any of them. Like, what? They don't have McDonald's here? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I wouldn't recommend that for anybody. Like, if you want to, I always bring up the Japan thing because I know it's kind of big to go teach English in Japan. But you can't just hop on a plane and be home in three hours. Like, if something happens with your family, you're, it's fucking at least a 12 hour flight to California. So for you, I mean, it's, you're looking at 20 hours traveling, not counting layovers. So, I mean, there's just shit like that where I think I had to come to terms with being able to, I guess this kind of ties into the ending segment, huh? Of like advice. <laughs> yeah. But I had to come to terms with that being like, okay, well, what are you willing to sacrifice in life in order to think or you have the ability to get your happiness. That's tough. That's why I would never recommend people doing what at least I plan to do. Who knows? I mean, I still have a year until I leave. But I would never recommend that for people. I say it's more so on the lines of if you think about like we always talk about historically speaking, like people who went and did their things and, you know, they, they became successful or they went and they, they conquered those nations or whatever the fuck like that. It's like, it's those people that they cared about type deal. Like they're, they didn't have that thought of like, well, either because they were already dead because let's face it, no one lived that very, you know, lived that long back in the day anyways, but more so it's like, (laughs) If you go over to Japan and you meet the love of your life there and you start a family and I don't think that you staying home and helping your parents and you know what I mean? And doing and sacrificing more of what could be that potential is going to be beneficial for them in the long run. Because then they don't get that. Because, like I said, we are the 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 branch that we are the the root, the pollen, the whatever the fuck we're we're the what's continuing that whole thing, and that's where I got caught up to where I got to kind of see the people that I care about die on me, and it fucked me up. But I do realize that they would want me to they wouldn't want me to see that number one and they would want me to be going and doing my own thing for sure. Mm. And the problem is I care or we care. Cause I, from what I'm getting at over these conversations that we've been having over the last fucking few months, it's like, you know, you're not some asshole. Like I always thought that you were from Thanks. when we were always playing online, you know, I was like, Oh yeah, these are my asshole friends. I always say asshole things. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, we're actually people that care. <laughs> In our own fucked up sort of ways, we show each other that we care. But in terms of like how we are to, we're all, we're all somebody's kid, you know? And so we all have to care to that higher power that we have in our lives, which is them from a certain extent. And yeah, it it was shitty. I will say. Hold on, hold on. It took you 10 fucking years to realize I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah, pretty much. (sighs) 
I gotta digest this and think about it for a while. Ah, damn. All right. I'm fucking with you. Uh, I mean, I get it. I mean, it took me a long time to. Honestly, I was like, should I get emotionally involved with this guy? Because I'm not sure he's going to be here in a week. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, But you're right. I mean, it is one of those things where I know I cut you off. My bad. No, it's it's unfortunately we care. And we don't want to be like those people. Like, we don't. Oh, we just sacrifice. But no, it's the overall mission is like they want you. They want you to go. They want you to do your own. They want you to have that life. They, and seeing you shackled here to them is a fate worse than their own death. Yeah. Of course, they're going to love you being around, but at the same time, like I brought it up to my mom, and she she's kind of upset because uh, she's epileptic. She's got, you know, she can't fly. So there's no possible, like, unless I come visit her, she can't go visit me in Japan. Uh, and she doesn't like sushi. Like, she hates, hates sushi. Look at that double whammy. Two strikes. Yeah. So she's like, fuck that island. <laughs> but I mean, I may go to Japan and end up somewhere else. But at the same time, it's like, you're right. That's what I would think about. Is like, okay, but what if I go there and I find what I'm looking for? Because I don't even know what it is, really. Yeah. Is it a significant other? Is it just a group of people who I'm like, okay, this this is home. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's It's like the saying of porn, right? I don't know what it is, but I know it when I see it, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it is. Like, I'm just, and I might come home and be like, okay. Like, I got, you know, I was had wanderlust and I went out there and, do you like that word? Pull that one right out of there my you ass. Go. Uh, but I agree with you. Like, I brought her up to her. She's kind of upset, but she's cool with it now. Where she's like, you know, if that's what you want to do, go do it. Like, I'm not going to. She was more upset. Like, oh, if you have, like, grandkids, like, I'm never going to see you. Like, for like, I'm not taking fucking kids on a plane. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy who's going to, like, do a 10-hour flight with some screaming kids. Um, but, There's a philosopher that, um, Soren Kierkegaard, I think he's well, it's one of those big names of philosophy. And uh, yeah. and this quote is something that I think it really goes to something that you're going that you're contemplating at this point. It's like the gist of it. He, I, I don't know what came before it to you know to make this like the the icing on the cake, but the the line in itself is just like do it or don't do it. You're going to regret it either way. Yeah, that's really what it came down to is being like well. If I leave and something happens, you know, even if I'm here, okay, like I can be like, oh, well, I had those extra moments. It's like, okay, does that does that trivialize the moments I have now? Does that mean they mean nothing, or does that put more emphasis on the moments I have with her now? Exactly. Yeah. You, you could you could pick it apart like I do for everything in life and be a miserable fuck, or you could say, you know what, I want to do, I want to do this, and I'm gonna go and do it. That's. I mean, I was sitting there, twenty, just turned twenty six. I was already signed up for school, and I was like, "Dude, this isn't working." Like, I, you know, I lost my job due to COVID, like everybody else. And I was like, "I don't want to do this again." Like, I want to go. I have an opportunity to finish something where 
there are people who work two, three jobs and go to school and like they're struggling just to get by. And I have this opportunity that I'm going to throw away. Like we talk about like ancestor and future, whatever future. I don't know what the fucking successors. God damn it. There you go. Like they're disappointed in us. But at the same time, it's like, I have a golden opportunity. I'd be a fucking idiot just to sit around and go get a job somewhere making bare bones and not do what I want. You're so, goddamn right. I guess the moral of the story is you, you have to weigh what's important to you. Like my family is obviously important to me, but at the same time, there's a time and place, you know, you got to move on eventually. Like you kind of got to leave the nest, like the ideological nest of being like, okay, like, I have to do my own thing. I have to establish myself as a person, like not just their kid, but as like a man who does what he thinks is best for himself. Exactly that. And another thing too was I, I wish with everything in my being that I could have John, who's my stepdad that I consider more my dad than anything else. I wish that my grandfather, and my my good friend Colgan, you know, I, I wish all these people that have died, I wish they were still here to see what I am now and the lessons that I learned from them to get me to this point. But they're not here. And it's like, OK, well, this, am I going to let that prevent me from doing others? You know, what I mean, it's like it's, it's don't let like I said, don't let their sacrifice that they busted their fucking ass off to get me to this point. Don't let it just fucking fall short because now I have to, oh, I'm going to do this little humble existence and be with it. No, no, no. I got to go out and be the best fucking person I possibly can be. I got to max out all those goddamn stats mm-hmm. to the best of my ability with their help. Make their sacrifice mean something. Exactly that. Because that'd be, I think that's a fate worse than hell or whatever else, purgatory, whatever you want to bring up. Is having all this potential and not doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I told people I dropped out of school and they're like, really? Like, are you of all people? And I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, what do, you, what do you want from me? But at the same time, it's like, I, I wasn't emotionally mature enough to go. I'm glad I didn't go through school because I wasn't mature enough to do it. And I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad, you know, I know we talked about it before, comparing yourself to others and being like, this person graduated at 22 or 23 and I'm already this age and I haven't. It's like, who gives a fuck? Guess what? I went to school with a kid. And I'll say it. He was a sweet kid. Like, we were friends. We were like, uh, maybe friends is strong, too strong of a word. Like, acquaintances, like, we sit, we chill, we talk in class. Like, I see him in the hallway, I dap him up. Like, he was a cool guy. And senior or junior year, he died. I think it was, I don't remember which one. But he died in a car accident. And I remember being there with people who I knew weren't friends with him who were like, oh, well, it was me. And you're like, damn. Like, this is kind of it. You know, you die. Some people who genuinely cared for you cry. Other people do the woe is me shit. And then that's it. So each moment I have left that can be over at any time 
I should probably make worth it. And then I proceeded to not do anything for like six years of my life. <laughs> so, but at the same time, like that always stuck with me of being like, okay, none of this really matters when you're at this point, you know? So, and then that's still something I think about. I'm like, okay. Like, I, I'm not going to obsess with other people because Either way, there's people who are loyal to you, who love you, who care about you, who are going to be there and crying. And there's people who are there who were pieces of shit to you or talk shit about you or did shit against you or, you know, they're going to sit there and be either crying or crocodile tearing. It's like, either way, I'm going to make this little dash in between those numbers when I die mean something. So, everybody out there. Get the fuck up and do something, dude. Stop listening to the podcast, actually. There we go. Oh. There we go. We came back and now he sees where I'm at. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where people got to figure it out. And that's the shitty thing is everybody says that you got to figure it out. You got to figure out what you want to do. And then I've been there. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Help me. Help me. <laughs> but that help, you that help it comes within yourself, man. It really does, mm-hmm. and like I said, I and it might be a thing where we gotta try. We gotta try some different shit, and we gotta fucking just see what. The, and it's it's sad that on our way to doing the things that we're gonna want to do, no one's gonna be there to like help us out like the way that we want to. No one's gonna be like. There's not gonna be like those little uh fucking shiny little like ladders you know what i mean like when you're supposed to climb a ladder in a video game like sometimes it'll be like a little shiny you know what i mean like oh oh okay there here we go i gotta go up here yeah. or like every piece that you could climb on an uncharted game is like yellow or whatever i think or some bullshit like that like it's some of that shit you gotta just figure out stumble go up and explore go go down this one fucking path of the, of the fucking dungeon that you're in to realize like oh there's just a dead end let me go and continue the rest of the dungeon you know what i mean like sometimes you gotta do that shit it's Elden Ring, dog. Yeah. Sometimes you got to follow. It, you might find that there's a fucking a purple flower in that grave, or it's an upgrade for one of your fucking spirit summons to where it's even fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you never fucking know what you're going to find, but search every inch of that dungeon. And in between each treasure, you're going to find people jerking off statues. <laughs> <laughs> and T-posing, mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, yeah, I hope people at least like I don't have everything figured out. But like my situation is that where I'm like, okay, like I have a choice of who I'm going to be and what I'm going to do. And it's not on. I know everybody's like, oh, you're going to leave, you're going to go to another country, you're going to do all this. Like, yeah, dog, I'm American. At some point, somebody in my family was like, I got to get the fuck out of this country. You know, I don't want to go to Nuremberg. I got to go to America. <laughs> <laughs> but it that's just a fact of life, I guess. Maybe I'm different on it. And I feel bad for people who feel like they're chained to. Uh, I fuck that was kind of a rude way to put it, but being chained to your family. But that loyalty to like a family member or a parent outweighs whatever they want to do. I think sometimes that's also an excuse to not do the thing they want to do. It's a double-edged sword. 
Yeah. It's like a, oh, well, my family's sick sometimes. So it's like, well, yeah. But if you really want to do this, like you can do it. If you really want to get to where you want to go, the options there. Some people, they'll do it or they won't, but I'd rather try and fail and live without regret. No rugrats. Well, also, too, like sometimes you're just not ready. And it's okay if you're not ready. Because that's the thing, you can't force it. You really can't. Because if you're not in the, for instance, if I was to go through, you know, everything that I'm doing right now in my life, if I was to give it to a younger version of myself, mm-hmm. all right, this is your daily routine. This is your aspirations and your goals. This is what you got to do. This is what you got to, this, this is the the scheduled routine that your life is like, live it. I wouldn't be able to do it. I wasn't ready. Now I can do it. Yeah. I think that's is ironic. That is a sign of maturity that you realize you were immature. Yeah. For sure. I I could not have I could not have done all the school shit that I've been doing if I was still sitting back being a fucking asshole at eighteen, nineteen years old. Yeah, screaming into the mic. Yeah. As we're getting our fucking shit pushed in by some fucking hackers <laughs> like, fuck you fuck you fuck you right? <laughs> yeah. it's yeah it's a weird growth thing too where you sit back and you're like that's why the first podcast Sam and I did that fucking idiot by the way uh, we talked about it about all the shit we did and I was kind of embarrassed and he was like just kind of going through it. Like I wouldn't say he was proud of it, but he was just like, yeah, this happened. And part of me was like, I wish it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like one of those things where you see a picture of yourself from like the third grade with like a mohawk and you're like, what the fuck? My parents let me do that. <laughs> but you know, it's just personal growth sucks. It's like, look, I don't think I was the same person a year ago. I know I have a reputation of being, temperamental and very emotional at times. I don't think I'm really that anymore. I've cooled off because I was like, this doesn't matter. Like, why am I going to let something, even if somebody, I had somebody fuck me over recently. Fucking Dylan's calling me fucking idiot. And I just said, I'm not a bad person. Fucking idiot, bro. <laughs> uh, but it's like, even if like I had somebody who kind of fucked me over, and then it was like, okay, well, I'm just not going to worry about it. Like, it's whatever. Like, if I sit here and I'm like, oh, I let it get to me, then it's like, I'm the one that holds that burden more, so fucking move on. Yeah, I, I forget what exactly it is. It's like... Um... When you hate someone, it's a poison that you drink and you hope the other person dies. That's, damn, that's, that's good. That's what it is. You're just like so angry and you become almost obsessed with how much you dislike the, I mean, I guess that's what hatred is. You're obsessed with how much you hate them. But yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like I just, and I don't like certain people, but at the same time. Especially the Irish. 
Yeah. Well, that's different. That's like just, I don't know. They just shouldn't exist. It's like ideological, like. <laughs> We're digressing again. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I, I think one thing before, because it's getting late, I'm going to log off pretty soon. But All right. I, I think that I, if anything, just thank you for sticking around for as long as you did, folks. And thank you, Cantrell, for sticking around. And mm-hmm. even though it may not have seemed like it, you you did help me stick around in terms of like me still being here, being able to talk to you. I'm glad. Like, I mean, you're one of my closest friends if we've never met in person. <laughs> right? So that's why it's like, I'm not really worried about if you go off to Japan and do whatever the hell you want to do, because yeah. our relationship's still going to stay the same. We're just going to have to work on different time schedules. That's, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we'll still be doing this shit. So I ain't worried about that. And that's, oh, that's one thing I want to say before we log off. That was one thing that I, uh, was always worried about in like a selfish way. Like when all my friends, cause I, a lot of my best friends that I have, they, they moved away. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, Oh no, thinking like that before. But now I'm always like, good fucking go out there. Do it. The, conquer your demons. Face your face. You know, I'm always like, go for it. Cause like it's selfish. Cause it's like, Oh, what, why do I want, I want you to just be here. It's just so we could just do shitty shit. Like fucking sit on my couch and drink beer and talk about, all the, the the fun stuff we used to do back in the you know what I mean? Like I'm glad my friends are out there living their fucking main story progressions and I'm getting there soon. I just have it just took me a little bit longer to do it. You know? So I'm, I'm the same way. I love it when I see my friends doing good shit. Whether it's getting better jobs, moving, like just progressing. Having a kid. I was so happy when Dylan had a kid because I was like, dude, hey, I want to have a bunch of kids and I love kids but at the same not time. Like, it's not like, as much as Monty though. No, different love. Different <laughs> kind of love. Mine's a legal kind of like parental. Oh, his shit. Is- All right. I think I fucked everything up. Uh, we we end up with a Monty joke again, but uh, you know what? Oh, bro. Whoa, you got an ad to read, bro. Oh, you forgot know, about that? Do I have an advertisement to read before we get off? You do. You do about a company that, has sponsored you. In fact, I think you you might know somebody who works at this company. Yeah, I think I might. Indeed. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. All right. Which one are we going to... Which <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which one do you want me to go for? Oh, Brandon God. Burrow. All right. We're going to we're going to end this podcast with something we're going to be doing. We're going to be starting uh taking some uh some advertisements. And we're going to start reading them out to you, folks. Brandon Barrel. Have you ever wondered about what whiskey to drink and how to drink it? Do you want to be that pretentious guy that knows all about different kinds of whiskey to impress the ladies? Well, then come on down to Brandon Barrel where they'll teach you that shit. Featuring me, who has drunk so much whiskey, my tummy is literally trying to kill me for it. They wouldn't bend you. (laughs) We won't bend you over the barrel at Brandon Barrel. Tell them GV has sent you for 10% off nothing. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> there we go. Finally got a sponsorship, bro. There we go. Thanks, Brandon Burrell. This is the beginning. Thanks, Goose. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Cantrell. Seti, Dom as well. Thank you guys for stepping in when I can't be around. And thanks for Monty, who puts up all of our bullshit. And thank you, everyone, for listening that's spent the last few months of this year getting to know us and getting to fucking 
really either hate us or love Belgium. us. <laughs> and Belgium. Brussels. Yes. Woo! Thank you, Belgium, for putting in the work, too. All mm-hmm. right, guys. I think that's enough time for us. Uh, we'll be seeing you in the next year. We love you. Take it easy. Peace.